The Cryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit cryptidcrate.com and at checkout enter our promo code Grampus, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription. Cryptid Crate is a monthly subscription box filled with various cryptozoology and paranormal-themed items to wear, display, and collect. Each month, you can expect a carefully curated box filled with cryptastic pieces from indie makers and artisans pertaining to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, UFOs, ghosts, and other cryptid and mysterious creatures. So visit cryptidcrate.com and be sure to enter our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription. Also, too, I want to remind everybody that we recently launched a new design in our Tee Public shop. The links for that will be in the description of this podcast. You can get some cool Kryptonaut merch there. Uh, we appreciate everyone so far that's been buying the merch. It means a lot to us. It uh, definitely helps support the show. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't gotten yourself a T-shirt or a mug or a hoodie or whatever you want to grab, head over to our Tee Public shop and check that out. We appreciate it. And without further ado, Christopher, cue the creepy music. Kryptonaut Podcast. I am Mark Stores, and with me, as always, is I'm Chris and <laughs> Robot Chris, Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us this week's episode, top of the show. As always, be sure to rate and review this show on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. Yes, those are different, and yes, we must make the distinction between the two. You've made that clear. I'm going to keep making it clear yeah. in case Apple's listening and they try to give a shit about it. Well, they can't now because the distinction's made. Exactly. Um, so yeah, be sure to leave the reviews. We uh, helps us out with the numbers when multimedia corporations, or I'm sorry, multi-million dollar corporations million? come to check us out. Are you really limiting it to that? I'm limiting it to millions, Is this 1965? Yeah. yeah. When Silicon Valley was trying, a speck on the radar? We're not trying for anything like a billion dollar company. Like oh, a I million thought, dollars. Oh, like a hundred dollar company. Yeah, no, yeah. We're hundred heirs at best. If the company is like, look, we have 200 grand as, as our capital, like I'm cool with that. I'm literally a buck 50 heir right now. Yeah, and so, totally. yeah. So if somebody was offering us the lucrative sum of like a grand and some pizza, I'd be like, fuck. I don't even worry about the money they give us. Just like, this is what we have as our backing is 200 grand. I'd be like, that's fair. Whatever. They're a small startup. We are tiny little whores. That's what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We deal in coins. That's it. (laughs) We don't have anything. Also, too, as always, be sure to follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are there. And uh, before we get started, we have some reviews to read. From the iTunes. I'm so excited. And As always. This is one of my favorite parts of the pod. Tunes. All right. So coming to us here today for some reviews, we got five-star review. Great stuff from CubbyBear5670. Not only is this a great paranormal podcast, but the references the fellows use make me laugh. Sweet. Thank you very much, CubbyBear. That Wicked. is awesome. Uh, another five-star review from uh, Tiny Bird Press. What's up, Tiny Bird Press? Uh, be sure to check them out. Uh, him out too at uh, tinybirdpress.com. He's got some awesome work. Yeah, I really, really no, love that artwork. Really great work. Um, so the title of the review is "So We." Now, how are many you, E's are you saying are we that right? With uh, we got six E's. It looks like W's. Uh, one W. All right. So All right. I, think I, did right. Right. I think it did. Okay. No, it was good. Cool. 
Uh, Tiny Bird Press goes on to say, this has quickly become one of my favorite cryptid podcasts to listen to. Everything about the show just clicks. Excellent production quality, engaging, knowledgeable, and entertaining hosts. That seems so true. Best of all, not the same old tired cryptids and paranormal fare that every other podcast discusses. These guys have turned me on to some obscure cryptids that I never knew even existed. Thanks for all your hard work, guys. Tiny Bird Press. Thank you. Thank you, Bird. Bird. Yeah. T-Bird. Oh, that's that's kind of hot. Uh, another that, five. Shot on our way. <laughs> another five star review here uh, from Zenger. Uh, great obscure cryptid podcast. First thing, amazing opening music. After that, a great podcast on obscure cryptids and a dash of nerdy references. Give it a listen; you won't be disappointed. Hot damn! Uh, you should check out Zenger's podcast. It's uh, Zeng Zeng This. I believe the address is uh, zengthis.com. It's a pop culture podcast. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. Good show. Uh, thank Pretty you. Fun. Thank you very much for the review. Sweet. Okay, moving on here. We have from your UFO guy, um, and he goes on to say one of the best and funniest podcasts. But it's unfortunately I can't read the entire title because it's a bunch of dots because my phone is so small. So well, that was a good start, and thank you for that. Yeah. Wow. So a uh, five star review. <clears throat> goes on to say, recently started listening to this podcast via a recommendation from Amber and Andrew of the Into the Portal podcast. Oh, thank you, Amber and Andrew. That's very nice that you recommended us. Uh, definitely appreciate that. So it goes on to say, uh, Mark, Chris, and Rob bring a hilarious and open-minded approach to the subjects they cover, which include a wide variety of topics from cryptids to the occult, the paranormal, to the ufological. Uh, what makes them unique is that they cover the most obscure stories you may never have heard of, and they also present less talked about aspects to some of the most famous unexplained encounters in history. If you love 14 topics, love to laugh, then you have found the perfect podcast for you. Well, someone's about to get married. There you go. I like that. I like the use of the word 14. I'll be yeah. a husband or wife. I appreciate that. I, totally that, appreciate I do, I do too. That. Charles Ford, nice, the man. Thank you. Stellar reviews, and uh, as always, we really appreciate the feedback. Uh, also, too, uh, from from that um, from that person there, the Your UFO guy. Check out his podcast. It's called Our Strange Skies. Uh, it's it's a really cool podcast about like UFOs and ufology. And actually, he's from New York too. He's a fellow New Yorker. Oh, that's awesome! So, Hell I believe, yeah, he's hey. up in the 80K. So, so very cool. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, last pot, last uh, review here. Closing it out. Excited to watch these guys grow. Five star review from Indiana Zolana. Uh, this podcast started strong and has gotten stronger in a few episodes. In the few episodes they've done, I'm glad I found it early. The cryptids they cover aren't the ones regularly covered. It's definitely worth a listen. Hot damn tamale! Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. That is a great round of reviews. All right, so this week we are talking about Mel Waters and the Devil's Holes. Count them two, Multiple. two holes, <laughs> two more than holes. one hole. That's how the devil works. The devil's not going to just settle from one hole. No, you got to have at least. But two. there's a primary hole. Yeah, and then there's perhaps what I would call a secondary hole biologically. In, in the wilds of the Washington State, adjacent to the Yakima Firing Range near the Hanford Nuclear Reservation, is a bizarre geographic anomaly that was said to bear strange and arcane attributes. An impossibly deep pit that locals have come to believe may well be a gateway to another dimension, or hell. Itself, it's hell. It's probably hell. It's hopefully hell. I think we we'll see you next hell. week. Yep. <laughs> hell or other dimension. Thanks we for listening. Cast our votes and yep, go to hell. see you later. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in the pit. Go to That's hell. That's harsh. Somebody I probably gonna, just turned. I it was going to do my uh, my Dave Mustaine impression real quick. Do it. My only friend's a goat with six 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 between his horns. <laughs> that was actually a surprisingly good Dave Mustaine. Go to hell. 
Yeah. Da, da, da. I bad. saw my funeral today. <laughs> okay. All right, right. Megadeth fans. <laughs> Not a dime oh, It's really, how, it's really yeah. how he sounds. No, he's like. <laughs> That's how he sounds. <laughs> he does sound like his cornhole is pinched. Yeah, it's even more. The older he's gotten, now it's just like. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude. Are you singing or do you have to shit? Sells. Poor Dave. Who's buying? Dave, no one cares. Wow. Con- contra- controversial stance, but. I, I don't know if it's very controversial know, in Dave, 2018. Dave Mustaine has not aged well. Well, dude, they're getting old, man. Mentally, I mean. Wow. He's just oh, he's losing his shit. Are you, yeah, really, are you here to judge? No, I'm not. I, you okay. know, I, I respect, and I don't want to judge. Fair enough. But I do yeah, have but my you just opinion. did. I did. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm you just did. That. Let's talk about some holes, fuckers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's, before we get started, this is a big story with big applications to a big world. Let's start with a brief history of the devil's holes. All right. We'll yeah. start with the first hole. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the second hole yet. In a time, and there was a hell. Yes, there was. <laughs> in a time immemorial. All right. For centuries, residents of the Monastash or Manastash, I don't really know how to pronounce it, Ridge region of Washington State have talked about one of the most unusual aspects of the sprawling landscape that haloed their hometown. Situated on an isolated portion of densely forested private property, was a seemingly bottomless well that was surrounded by an aura of mystery and danger. Mm. We all know that feeling. Lassie, yeah. what's in the yeah. hole? What is in the hole? The unfathomably deep pit was said to be about nine feet in diameter and was shored up with hand-placed bricks to a depth of nearly 15 feet until it gave way to earthen walls. The hole had been known to locals for generations and to Native Americans before them and had been used as an unofficial dumping ground for everything from defunct refrigerators to old tires and television tubes to livestock and even carcasses of household pets. Seems kind of rude. Yeah, it's it's, a kind native, of a, it's it, like a Native American site and you're like, Ted, put the fridge in there. All right, no, all right, in all fairness, everything is a Native American site. Everything, period, in America. So everything we've ever done here is pissing on a Native American site. So I don't think this is especially more egregious than other things. I think it's just a shitty way to use a crevice. Like, find there's got to be a dump near the Manistash. Yeah, but I'm not surprising. Anywhere you look around here, if there's some sort of little bit of secluded thing, you're going to find 96 paper bags, some shoes. Three trees, you're going to have 15 garbage bags. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. tricycle. All right. What, <laughs> what disturbed those who utilized this illegal dumping ground most was the fact that no matter how heavy the object being discarded may have been, those that tossed it into the void never heard it hit bottom. That's just troublesome. Oh, dude, if I threw a fridge in a hole and then didn't hear anything, I'd be like, I would run from that hole. Yeah. I mean, what else do you do? <laughs> I would run from that you, hole. You have to, yeah. Avoid the hole. <laughs> dude. This led some of the more supernaturally inclined of the region to dub the place the Devil's Hole. And rumors quickly spread that this never-ending crater tunneled a direct trajectory to Hades, making it, in effect, a highway to hell. Insert metal solo oh, here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a big jump to make. Oh, well, if you why think it's you going to, to Hades, yeah, what why else you, is it? Why do you got to tie it to the devil? What did the devil got to do with it? Don't I didn't do it. I'm, it I'm just, the I'm just the saying in, in, gen, in the general statement, why do the people of the region got to tie it to the devil? Why are you always defending the devil? Somebody has to. Fair enough. In September of 2008, <laughs> an intertribal medicine man by the moniker of Red Elk, awesome, Jeez, whose name, legal dude. name was Gerald Osborne, appeared on a radio show and claimed to have visited Less the impressive. enigmatic hole. Yes. 
<laughs> Let's enjoy the enigmatic hole enigmatic for a minute. It is a mysterious hole. We can was, all agree. We normally we, we, we go with nestled or enigmatic entity, but uh, I like these are enigmatic hole. Enigmatic hole. With his father as a young boy in 1961. According to Red Elk, the hole was well known to the indigenous peoples as well as to local and federal authorities. That's big. Wait. That's what he says. And was believed to be an unbelievable, an unbelievable 24 to 28 miles deep. That is hard to believe. That's kind of a deep hole. That's No, that's just the deepest hole. That is the deepest hole, I think. Yeah, I mean, 20, 20 I don't know miles. how deep the deepest hole really is. I really don't know much about how deep mines go. I actually know nothing about it. You think I would have pre-researched? I didn't. I feel but like 28 miles probably deep not 28 miles it's deep. It's so fucking deep. Not straight down. That's so... I mean, space is so... Well, I don't know. It's about 100 miles. I don't know. But it's a long fucking way I haven't talked about this one since space is only like I, three miles up or something. No, it's not. It's not, more than that. Not three, but it's not like... It's but less it's, than you yeah. think it is. Right. Anyway, it's a <laughs> three. <deep> hole. <laughs> Space is 10 feet. Could you imagine? We could build a ladder to space. If you jump really high on a trampoline, hold your breath. Yeah. You're in space. All right. I'm the, not here to judge or di- or give distance for space. Yeah, That's we, not my if job. You're, if you're listening to this podcast for facts, you have made a grave error yeah, in judgment God, right out the Don't game. ever use this in a college paper or do it and, and, and let us know. Oh, yeah, please. And if you fail, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, and when you get your degree, Jesus. help support us. <laughs> Try again. Yeah. All right. The medicine man. We're talking about Red Elk still. Also speculated that the pit served as a tunnel which connected Mount Rainier, I think I said that right, and that it might be the connected to, I'm sorry, Mount Rainier, and that it might be associated with UFOs, and this is for Mark, not just for Mark, but I know he'll enjoy it, vile quasi-reptilian entities that allegedly dwell deep dweep. Dweep within the bowels of Earth. The dweeps have come. It's not going to make the the reptilians happy. I'm going to piss off the overlords with this one. All right. Deep within the bowels of Earth, known as reptoids. So he's (sighs) draconians. Well, listen, take that up with Red Elk. This is not my problem. I like reptoid. No, Way that's like that's offensive. That is it really offensive? Yeah. Good. Did I just sure? use the R word and ruin relations forever? <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the reptoid rep- word. Yeah. I'm if sorry, your overlords, then I don't care. Fuck. Reptoids be damned. Wow. <gasps> now I'm in high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we need a suit. You gasp like it was so horrible. God. Oh my God, what have you just said? <laughs> They're going to hear. They, they hear everything. They have special reptile hearing. They don't have ears, though. They don't have to. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. A Washington native by the name of J. Nickel also claimed to have stumbled upon the Devil's Hole while exploring the region as a teen. So this is just another corroborator, uh, and that's all there is about that. Other folks who stumbled across the site noticed an eerie sensation that would wash over them when they neared the pit. They also noticed that birds and other creatures seemed to give the allegedly evil quote-unquote hole a wide berth and that the rim of the pit was lined with the bones of small animals. That's enough warning. The bones of small animals. Whenever when someone goes like, I went to this pit, it was lined with the bones, bones of small lined, animals. Lined. You're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, but I mean, well, is it, why? Is it like chipmunks or something? Well, I don't know what, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it's groundhogs but, yeah, and but, chipmunks. But why and are squirrel. they all there? And why aren't they in the hole? Or why aren't they like 30 feet away from the hole? Why is it like they're being right devoured the, and the bones yeah. are being spat back out are they by walking, the beast within? Are they walking to the edge and like and then dying? Get, yeah, and, and, and then getting peeling over? Something's it's coming so out. Evil? Yeah. Is it could be? Is it sarlacky, or is it just simply that they can't live near the hole and die immediately upon going to the precipice of said hole? 
Okay, Set so enigmatic hole. Oh, you're saying it's like Raiders. Like you get closer and it's like wow, 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 and you get all yeah, fucked yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And right, your so face melts like a wax candle, and you're ooh, done. Oh yeah, gross. Yeah, good luck. Gross. Yeah, per dumper. Over the years, visitors would come and go, but none would make a mark quite as deep as the next owner of the property, a man named Mel Waters. Waters, who claims he and his wife bought the property sometime in 1993, discovered the hole soon afterwards, and much like those who came before him used it as a convenient, if environmentally unfriendly, rubbish bin. It wouldn't be long, however, before he became irresistibly drawn to this strange hollow. Strange hollow. Strange hollow. That's right. I'm coming it, up with that. I had to dig so deep. So deep into the... So, it's not one. like you can't not repeat a word. No, like, no. You can I call use, it a hole. Trust me. I use the word hole 475 times. <laughs> well, you have times. to because well, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah, it's a hole. But occasionally it's a strange hollow. <laughs> so deal with it. <laughs> or an enigmatic <laughs> or a uh, spherical... <laughs> yeah. Depth Depth Yeah, that's a word. All right. In particular, Waters became fascinated with its inexplicable. Oh, Jesus Christ. Explicable. Inexplicable. In particular, Waters became fascinated by its inexplicable ability to devour, quote unquote, all that was thrown within, in his own words. So this is him talking, obviously. Well, so we've been here several years. We just take all our trash and rubbish there. Anything we have to get rid of, we just take it and throw it in the hole there. Everyone's throwing their stuff in the hole. A piece. It's funny. I know it's ridiculous. Uh, but, uh. All right. The people from around there throw all the stuff in the hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just been going on for a long time. And well, I got to thinking one day, how come this hole is not filling up? It must be an awfully deep hole. And there you have all the times you need to hear the word hole I mean, in one just, day. There's got to be like a local dump or something. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently, if this is even seven feet closer, they're going to use this. I, yeah, I know. But like, I feel like if word got around that you just can throw any size thing in there right. and, and you will not you hear, hear it. Hit bottom. You're going to throw fills. like the worst yeah. shit ever. Cars, mattresses. Yeah. yeah. You'd start getting bigger and bigger. We'd go to Pennsylvania, think. buy the biggest fireworks display, <laughs> yeah, light, it light it all, all up at once, yep. throw it down there yep. and listen and for it. And wait for it to pop up. Yeah, yeah. no shit. In the summer of 1996, <laughs> Waters decided that his first experiment would be to ascertain just how deep this crevice actually was. Being, by his own admission, an avid marine angler, Waters had a plethora of high-test fishing line. So in an effort to discern the depth of the pit, he rigged the line onto the center opening and attached what he referred to as a triangular one-pound standard lead fish weight to a long spool of fishing line and lowered it into the black depths of the hole. It never reached bottom. Waters attached spool after spool to each other, but he was always thwarted in his attempts to find the base of the pit. He even took to tying a roll of lifesavers on the end of the line to see if there was water at the bottom, which would probably have made a sound, but maybe you thought was why Mm. I know things were flowing away or something. But the candy always returned topside dry as a bone. Don't eat the candy. Don't. Oh, no. No, You don't eat whole candy. Hell candy. We all know that. Hell whole candy. Jesus. Eventually, determining the depth of the mystery pit would become an obsession with Waters, even to the detriment of his own marriage. After spending countless hours. Yeah. You spent too much time with the hole. Can you imagine your wife going there? She's staring at you. You're like, what? What? You are at the hole. (laughs) No. I know. I can smell the hole all over you. Can it, Sally? I wasn't at the hole. I was with Bill. Drinking. Beer. Oh, Bar. Damn it. Oh, no, I was at the hole. Sorry. Mel, you're always at the I'm, hole. I'm sorry. That probably doesn't sound like Why that don't you marry it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, marry the hole. I will. 
It sounds just like him, too. <laughs> totally. That was a perfect, the whole mouth. You the goddamn perfect hole. impression. I know. After spending countless hours spooling out an extraordinary 18 reels of 5,000-foot, 20-pound test and coming Jesus. up empty-handed, someone else do the math, he what? came to the conclusion. All right, so I'll say it again. 18 reels. Yeah. Okay. 5,000 feet per reel. 20-pound 20 20 test. test really Doesn't is irrelevant to yeah, the equation. No, that's almost a mile, so it's 18 miles. All right, that's fucked A little up. under. That's, that's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. All right. He came to the conclusion that the hole must be in excess of 80,000 feet deep. Jesus. It was then that Waters discovered that the hole had even more extraordinary and frankly <clears throat> terrifying, frankly terrifying properties. I hope we all bask in the gravity of this. <laughs> the first thing he noticed was the fact that whenever he would shout down in the hole, into the well, excuse me, into the well. Into the Noel. He shouted in the hell. I'm sorry. I don't know why I cannot read tonight. It happens to the best of us. The first thing he noticed was the fact that whenever he would shout down into the well, there would be no echo. Waters also noticed that his own dogs dug their paws into the dirt to prevent him from dragging them close to the portal whenever he tried to bring them near the hole, according to Waters. Okay. And this is him again. Well, I mean, the normal thing to do is kind of yell into there and see an echo. And I've never heard an echo come out of the thing. And it's one of the first things I noticed about it. As usual, I brought the dogs with me, but they wouldn't go anywhere near the damn thing, and they went back to the Suburban and hung out over there. If I try to bring them there on a leash, they'll just dig their feet in. They do not want to go anywhere near the hole. End quote. As if the dearth of echoes and the whimpering guard dogs weren't creepy enough, according to Waters, there was a fellow who claimed that his dead dog had resurrected a la Stephen King's classic Pet Cemetery, after he had tossed the canine's remains into the devil's hole. This is how Water described that. This could be an apocryphal story, but one guy claims he threw his departed canine into the hole, and the guide that did it swears the dog actually came back to him. He was a hunter, and he was out there hunting, and he saw the same dog. He had the same collar. He had the same little metal thing on his collar there, and he said it was the same dog, and he says he knew he had thrown the dog into the hole. That's an odd story for a lot of reasons. One, it's not the collar of your dog that you usually would recognize. I think it would be your fucking dog. Yeah. So saying it's yeah. the collar, it's the metal thing on the collar, it's the dog. What, what? Can you not tell the difference between a German Shepherd and a Collie? Secondly, which is even fucking weird, it's like weirder, he's like... I know I threw it in the hole. I didn't know <laughs> yeah, the dog was like, out in the back. Maybe yeah, did, like what? Did Sarah leave him tied in the back? And I, I never. I got a feeling that. What, what did I throw in the hole? <laughs> <laughs> it, it apparently wasn't his dog. So when you're not sure, it's like well, I could have sworn it was my dog. <laughs> yeah, like my dogs. My dogs both passed like years ago, and if I saw them, I mean, I would be. Absolutely, one hundred percent certain they are my dogs. After you if, check their collar, yeah, well, yeah, clearly, yeah. Well, clearly. Ah, that looks like Thomas. I don't know. Yeah. Better check. Well, different collar. Maybe it's not. a little odd. Dog dies tossing in the hole. Kind of weird. Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind I of. Mean, it's sort of a family. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just. Yeah, true. But still, kind of weird. A random like, guard dog. Uh, we talking zombie dog. We talking normal dog. We talking. Well, but, you we know, talking? up to now, it's just been a, a deep hole. Right. With, with nothing. With, with sound dampening qualities. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, you if know, it's... most underground reptilian bases have sound dampening right, well, qualities. So it just makes sense. Yeah, it has to. Now it's bringing back dead dogs. Did the, yeah, did the, now it's, did the reptoids find... I'm sorry. The draconians. Thank my you. Bad, my bad. Thank you. Find Respect. it and say, oh, dogs. Yeah. Bring it back. I love dogs. The owner probably really misses it. I don't think that's how and they think. And then the guy was just like, you know, I don't know. That could be my dog. Same collar. That's weird. Weird. All right. The tale of the resurrected... The, I'm sorry. 
The tale of the resurrected dog had such an effect on Waters that he claimed that instructions were incorporated into his will that his remains be disposed of into the pit following his demise. <laughs> wait a minute. What? So, wait. So, okay. So, I get, I, I get finish, his plan. Finish and then we'll talk. Okay. One can only hope that his benefactors or the local authorities will show better judgment whenever that day occurs. So, when, when, he, when he departs this earth, he wants his body tossed into the hole in the hopes of being resurrected. Yeah, so he can come back. In 1996, apparently he was so excited by the prospect of not dying that he had it added to his will legally, according to Mr. Waters, that as soon as I die, you drop my ass in that hole... And like a dog that will be recognized only by its collar, I will right. return. Like my own dog. To haunt the forest <laughs> where serious? people will hunt. How do you... So you, you go to a lawyer and you're like, here's my will, here's my, my wishes. Toss my, toss my damn body into the damn devil hole so I can be resurrected like Jesus Boom. and brought onto this earth. Well, well not just exactly like Jesus wasn't in a hole, Mark. Well, well, he was in he, a cave. He was in a cave, yeah. He was in a hole. It, it's true. He wasn't a hole in a hole. the earth. It is akin, it's a resurrection. What, it's sort it, of akin to Jesus minus the cross. In deference right? to Mark, a cave is sort of a horizontal hole. So we'll give you that. Okay. Thank but, you. And probably every other way. It's more like a closet. They were deeply offending people. <laughs> it's more like a closet. Jesus and. It was like this in depth cave where they had the walk and well, there's I mean, like stalagmites and shit. He's doing like a resurrection, you know. He's on a yeah. resurrection kick. He's a, Jesus, Jesus isn't this dog. I feel like no. he just watched Pat Cemetery. When did that come out? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, true. The book was out. certainly out long before '96. Yeah. But well, I think the movie was probably out before '96 too. Well, who knows? The dog didn't seem to be fucked up, but interestingly, the dog didn't go home. Right. Just frolicking in the woods, hanging out. You know, yeah. as you want to do when you're resurrected. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. All right. So, this is when I first got exposed to the story, and most people. In the winter of 1997, <clears throat> Waters sent a fax to a man who was, at the time, the preeminent disseminator of paranormal information, radio presenter and coast-to-coast -coast AM founder, Art Bell. Oh, Bell became... R.I.P. R.I.P. I know, that's so prescient. Bell became intrigued by Waters and his never-ending hole, and on February 21st, 1997, <clears throat> Waters was invited to speak on Bell's hugely popular late-night program. Bell and Waters discussed some of the more scintillating secrets, though not the precise clandestine location of the Devil's Hole, and it soon became apparent that millions of listeners were enthralled by Waters and his unusual tale. Within a few short hours, this weird cavity graduated from local legend to legitimate paranormal phenomenon. The story was so popular that Waters again spoke to Bell just three nights later. So you know you're big when Coast to Coast invites you back three yeah, nights Jesus, later, when you know they have that shit booked. Yeah, months in totally. advance and even though i was only on there once one little tiny time i'm still very happy about yeah, it i don't think we ever talked about you you and your coast to coast uh appearance with yeah, the, just, it was it was with ian putnam right yep, yep. ian punnett ian punnett yep i was on oh my god so many years ago now but some carcass had washed ashore and i had written about trunco which is yep. this crazy wonderful carcass that washed up in south africa back in the early 20th century so i was brought on to kind of discuss these things and other cryptozoological nice. stuff <clears throat> A great honor in my life, but that was still, well, that was only scheduled like a week in advance because it was sort of a, a fill-in thing because this thing had just washed up. Right. But usually they book this shit well in advance. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, totally. So it's pretty impressive. All right. Within months of appearing on Coast to Coast, Waters and the Devil's Hole, which would soon be redubbed Mel's Hole by Bell's enormous fan base, would gain a significant amount of notoriety. Waters claimed that he was beset by a series of odd events not long after he went public with this information. 
The first strange incident occurred while Waters was on his own property en route to the Devil's Hole. Waters planned to continue his research when he was suddenly stopped by a trio of men identifying themselves as government agents, quote-unquote. These agents, one in plain clothes and two in military regalia, informed him that there had been a plane crash nearby and that the area had been cordoned off. The plainclothes man further stated that no one but military personnel would be allowed into the restricted area. Waters noticed the men wearing yellow hazard noticed, I'm sorry, men wearing yellow hazard suits milling behind the trio that were blocking his path. Waters, angered at being denied access to his own property, demanded that they let him pass. That's when the so-called agents got down to brass tacks. According to Waters, the agents forced him to uh, I'm sorry, the agents proceeded to inform him that if he not, did not follow their instructions, he would be falsely accused and arrested for concealing a meth lab on his land. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? Right. Yeah. So he claims... So they're like, listen to us or we're going uh, to accuse and prove that you got a meth lab here. That's bizarre. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, and, like... And why would you say that, like, specifically? Yeah, why, why would you, you just say, do it? We'll make your life really hard or the desert's big and... Things get lost it's there. Very or whatever you yeah, well, fucking right, say. Yeah. It's very yeah. specific. It's very specific. Yeah. Okay, well... Okay. It goes without <laughs> saying that uh, military uh. officers from the region wholeheartedly deny such allegations. Ken Cooper, a spokesman for the Army's Yakima Training Center, dismissed the entire incident in 1997. Uh, what I understand is this Ellen, Ellensburg's guy... This Ellensburg guy said that he had some property on Manistash Ridge and he was going there to visit and he was stopped by soldiers. The Army's not hiding an aviation accident nor an 80,000 foot deep pit. We're just training just like we always do. Official military statement. The guy has to come out and make a statement about it? Well, it's, it's big local news. While this may well be the case, one can't dismiss the possibility that these denials are being handed down from a higher authority or that... Assuming this is a classic black op, Cooper and his cohorts aren't simply out of the know, quote-unquote, about this incident. Regardless of the veracity of either Cooper or Waters' statements, the <clears throat> latter claimed that, the follow, that following these threats, the agents then made an even stranger and exceedingly lucrative offer. If Waters agreed to lease the government his property into perpetuity, he would be giving a hefty month... I mean, he would be given a hefty monthly stipend of $250,000 to live off of. There was just one caveat. He had to leave the country immediately. What? That's a good deal. That's a fucking phenomenal deal. Dude, you get deal. 250 grand a month? And 97 money, which isn't that much better, that's but it's lot. still and better. You that's the a country? lot of fucking money. All you gotta do is go to any number of beautiful countries that yeah. aren't America. Yeah. And Canada, you get, for you, one. You're getting that fat government check of 250K? You go to a country Take the whole. where the American dollar mm. is on the whole stronger. Yeah. You will be making That makes bank. me think, though, what is up with the whole that the government wants you to leave the country, give you the 250K, what's up? Is the whole worth more money? Well, of course. But negotiate, who are you going to sell it to? Negotiate the whole. When they're going to fucking meth lab you if well, you fuck around? I don't know about clearly that's something that they're not gonna they're not gonna they don't want to own to negotiate a better. It's like when they find like like a, like a, like a natural gas well on your land and they're like, oh, we're gonna give you ninety grand a month to you know suck gas out of this hole. Fair enough, but I would say there's a difference between negotiating with an oil tycoon and negotiating with the United States government that has already fucking threatened to ruin you, yeah, and incarcerate you. True. All right. So assuming that. 
you know, this isn't all a raft of shit so do anyway. You, do you come back with a counter offer? Are you like, all right, look, man, I'm all about leaving the country, but it's got to be 450000 or I can't do anything. Yeah, see, I don't know I don't why. Know. Like, if you're threatening to do this anyway, why even give them the option? Like, if you're that much of a dick, you're, I true. feel like you're just going to do it. Like, like the guy's like, yeah. I'm going, I'm going back to my hole. And they're like, then you've got a meth lab on your hands. Right. And he's like, well, and then they're like, well, but, uh, but don't worry. We'll give you 250 grand a month like, to leave the country. Maybe it was a, a good cop, bad cop, but just from one guy. Could be. Like maybe he's sort be. of fucking well, that's I mean, bipolar. So clearly that's the, a lot of extremes for the a good government cop, bad clearly cop, has an interest in this quote unquote enigmatic hollow. Yes. Well said. Smashing the two together. I'm so proud of you. So, um, okay, continue. I want, I want to know why the government wants this hole. Waters, whose marriage was ending badly, decided against bucking the system and accepted their offer. A lover of wildlife, Waters used his generous leasing fees to start a wombat rescue operation, and for the next two years, he would live a fairly contented life in Australia. So he took the deal. He did. So he didn't move he to went Australia. He the wombats. He took the deal. So he must have proof that he's getting 250000 a month from the government. He's got to have, like, a check. Maybe. Do you pay taxes on that shit? Imagine if they taxed you on that money. That'd be if the dick. government paid you two hundred and fifty grand, and then they're like, oh, you got to pay taxes. Yeah. Oh, I would write that into the beginning of the deal. No taxes. Living tax-free. Sure. But if he's in Australia, I just does he got to pay Australian works. taxes on that money? Of course. I don't know. Wombat <laughs> tax? Uh, no, it's offshore Cayman Island secret shit. But, but there's no PayPal. You can't, you can't launder money. It was a different time. Yeah. But so he he took it. He's there, so he must have proof he's getting money from the U.S. government. He's you got to. I don't think proof is his strong suit. Okay, let's establish that right now. All right, but yeah. he, but he, he he apparently whatever life situation he's in, he's started a freaking wombat rescue operation in Australia. So yeah, which is important. As satisfied as he was down <clears throat> under, Waters was finally overwhelmed by homesickness, and in December of 2000, he boarded a plane and, against specific orders from still unknown representatives of the U.S. government, returned to the states. Once there, he would take uh, things would take a frightening turn. First off, his leasing fees were immediately cut off. Well, of course, he breached a contract. Yeah. Okay. Secondly, while riding on a bus to Olympia, Washington, soon after his plane touched ground in the United States, Waters testified that he had witnessed a dispute between a fellow passenger and police officers. The officers allegedly removed Waters from the bus under the pretense that he would have to sign a police statement confirming what he had seen. That would be the last thing he would remember for nearly two weeks. What? That's fucked up. First off, let's deal with the most Wait, fucked up thing. What is you're that? getting two hundred fifty thousand a week, and you're taking a bus. The fuck you are. Yeah, you've got you've got money to spare. I don't care how many wombats you have on I mean, your goddamn at least ranch. Like a, a nice two thousand cab. You're, you're taking you know? some, a train. <laughs> yeah, you rent a limo. I don't know. I mean, it, there's yeah, no something. Uber, but you know, a tiny little <clears throat> puddle jumper yeah. take you from wherever you landed. A to private home. jet. Yeah, but you, you're not. Riding the damn bus. And then the government wants to get you off, so they stage a fight between random plainclothes guy looking like a right. you know a junkie fighting yeah. random government agents dressed as cops. They drag you off because everyone saw this, but they think you saw it best. That doesn't make any sense. This seems... All right, we'll, we'll that's with super, that's might be super complicated way to do that. But maybe... That's the way you get so away with it. a lot of it. people you got to get involved, stage, practice, meet early in the morning. Someone's got to bring donuts. Yeah, like unless they do lot. this all the time. Oh, unless true. this is like a common practice for the, the, is it, yeah, the but clandestine is this like, government. Like fucking crisis actors or something? Like, it's just bizarre. Oh, they have to have a sect that just does that. It just makes sense. Where's Alex They Jones have to make the scenario. 
Let's get back to Waters. Okay. Waters swore that the next thing he could recollect was stumbling around San Francisco in a stupor no less than 12 days after he was removed from the bus, with no clue as to how he got there. He further asserted that he had been physically beaten and that his rear, rear molars had been extracted during his blackout. Because... Yeah. As if all this weren't enough to send conspiracy theorists into a tizzy, Waters further claimed that he had IV tracks on his arm. This convinced him that he had been drugged by the police, or more likely than not, government agents dressed as police. Yeah. Yeah, I think the latter. I don't think the local cops were fucking drugging Dr- you. Yeah. And like, you know what? We have the capability. Your teeth are kind of impacted. Let's just take these. Let's just do them a favor. Let's do them a solid. Yeah, while you're here. <laughs> take these wisdom teeth out. We'll take give, care of you. Give, give your teeth room to breathe. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's, it's not like he said, uh, things were clearly implanted in my molars, like some sort of government surveillance. Yeah, like an antenna or something it's they like, put who, in there. Who's just, who's just going to take, except a good Samaritan, you know, Dentist just going around saying, "Oh no, something's got to be done about these." The, the rarely good government agency that when they take you to you know talk to you, they're like, "Well, let's check out how your dental's doing." Like, yeah. "Oh, you got some molars that need Ooh, to be removed." There's some orthodontry that needs yeah, to be done. Let's here. do this. See, not all sects of the secret government are bad. The dental arm is clearly good. Yeah, the clandestine dental arm of the <laughs> yeah, government is doing good. well. Works. Maybe they made a totally. deal with the other clandestine that they have to. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna do your shady you're gonna, shit, yeah, then we're gonna, we're gonna make fix sure they're dentally because they taken need to care of. They, they have we're to, gonna fuck them up for a couple weeks. We're gonna take care of their bullshit. And they want to stay dentally active because that's how you keep your craft fine tuned. But it, it just makes perfect sense. So when you're the dental office in the clandestine government base under the ground, yeah. you get no one to work on. No, except for the people they take for all their nefarious yeah. shit. What if they work on the on the freaking like reptiles or like the uh, like the Nordics? It's probably like all incisors when they're working on reptiles. The Nordics Just seem like they have they shit. have really nice teeth. Oh, I'm sure they've got like, like cosmic super like, nice crest, teeth, and they never get cavities. <laughs> Seems like the, like the grazers have like a, like a mush mouth. Yeah, Just no, like like, like, like like soppy sh- gums, shitty oh. meth gums that bend yeah. around. Like if you if you were stupid enough, I don't know why you would do this to stick your finger in that little slit hole that's in a graze head. It would probably be like a pile no. of tapioca and regret. Gross. I don't think that tapioca. would be awesome. All right, so before we continue on here with the Mel's Hole, let's take a pause for a quick podcast promo. Good evening, everybody, or morning or afternoon or whatever. It doesn't matter. We are Graveyard Tales. Now, if you like ghost stories, hauntings, cryptid encounters, and the weird history behind them, then you should join us in the Graveyard. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast providers. Check out our website at graveyardpodcast.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at GRV. Uh, just go search Graveyard Tales. That would be easier. Now, we hope to see you in the graveyard. All right, cool. So there you have it. Be sure to check out Graveyard Tales with Adam and Matt. The link for their show will be in the description of this podcast. Continuing on with Mel's Hole, Robert. Word up. Back to poor Mel. Poor his, Mel. His travails. His teeth into As if Mel's life weren't already in enough of a tailspin, he soon found that he had not, that not only had his stipend been suspended, but that all of his assets had been frozen and that his Australian rescue facility had been dismantled. 
What not, about the wombats? Yeah, no, they're, well, they're what the free-range wombats you, now. They're no, back in the wild. They don't know don't what's going on. You don't let them go free-range after they've been with man? You can't start in a rescue ranch and then okay, go but wild. You know what? You're the, gov- the government doesn't care about that. They need to erase that there was any kind of thing True. that even led to the Do you think wombat they rehabilitation the center. They probably ate them. They probably just let them go. Yeah. Why would they hurt the wombats? Chris is probably right. <laughs> they captured each one like, you know something? <laughs> <laughs> what if the wombats knew too much? And then they just make whatever what wombat the sound they, they knew. Upside down. They're like, tell me what you know, you son of a bitch. Oh, they see the choppers landing. They're like, yeah. dude, say nothing. <laughs> make Just make the wombat noise. <laughs> they dude. won't know. Oh, at the wombat. Just... Like, but I am. Listen, <laughs> we can talk. All right, stop. No English, just all wombat. They're gonna take our fucking molars. Next thing you know, oh. there's a dentist. He's really nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone act like wombats. All right. Yeah. Uh, what? Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? I, I don't know. I mean, I said a wombat. It's a wombat noise. What did you just do? You did, did Batman. Did the, yeah, yeah, oh. I did the, the wombat thing. Isn't that what they did? I thought you were throwing wombat gang signs. Yeah. I had no idea yeah. what just it's, happened. Yes, it's like it's like it's like the fucking Wu for Wu Tang Forever, but it's like with your arms doing one of these. Wombats do that? Know. I don't know. Do they? Who knows? Are they really even bats? Are, no, they're not bats. God damn it! They're like, are they like little kangaroos? No, are they the ones that look like? <laughs> are they like no, they're wallabies. They're wallabies. Wombats are the ones that sort of look like fucking groundhogs. I think. All right, yeah, they're on four legs. Well, no, they're not. Yeah, they're on four legs. Okay, yeah. I'm, Pretty sure. I, I really can, thought they had wings. In, in all fairness, you thought a wombat had wings. As embarrassed as <laughs> I, I am for confusing a wallaby and a wombat, not at least knowing they weren't actual bats makes me feel a little. You bit could better. look up a wombat, okay, well, but I'm pretty actually, sure they're just no, four-legged. We have a better no, way to do are. this. We have a better way to solve this wombat mystery than Google. We have a listener located in Australia who I talk to on a regular basis. What up? Hit me up on the DMs and let me know what a wombat is, buddy. Yeah, because we're fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> They're four-legged, I'm pretty sure. No, I think Chris is right. I'm, I'm thinking something right. like groundhoggy. But how awesome if they had bat-like wings. They're basically chupacabras. Yeah, kangaroo we, yeah, legs. Yeah, but we got a man legs. on the ground over there. Yeah, no, I mean, he'll know. Or anyone else with fucking Google. <laughs> how about that? Anybody with living, Google. He's no, living you're right. He's in the, he, maybe he lives near the former rescue ranch. Maybe he Dude, knows. Maybe. Or she. He's living maybe, it. Maybe he's not living it, per se. He, but, but he's in There's the bears area. in America. We're not living it. We're, we're not living <laughs> the bear life. I know. We're close. He's close to. <laughs> I've never seen an elk. I think most people know what a bear a was. Bison. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. All right. Look, Falcon is going to come through for us. That's all I got to say. Oh, oh, right. oh really? Yeah. Falcon. Falcon. I love it. All right. Jesus. All right. As if I'm going to start again. His life weren't already enough in a tailspin. He lost the wombat facility. Ugh. Perplexed and fearing for his life, Waters phoned his nephew, who wired him enough cash to take a bus back to Manistash Ridge. You know, home. You just want to go home after well, all this. Yeah. Mm. Once back on his property, Waters was served with legal documents by what he referred to as men in black types. Of course. Not specifically men in black. Types. Just that kind. A little judgy, but whatever. Men in grayish, dark. Yeah, I know. Dark blue? Yeah. Navy, men, yeah, navy, men, navy blue? Men in, yeah, it's like just comfortable corduroys. Men, nobody ever hears about that. No, men, men in because comfortable no corduroys? Comfortable corduroys. If men in comfortable corduroys showed up, I don't think they threaten you. I think they just like hug you until you yeah. finally were like, this is really weird and I agree to whatever you want. Yeah. No, I will never talk about this incident again. Corduroy. I swear. It's not comfortable. No, not to wear, but it looks so comfortable from a distance. But it's not. You think terrible. you want to wear they, corduroy. they look like they're. Yeah. And when no. you touch it from the outside, it's like, oh. But then when you wear it from the inside, you're like, oh. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Corduroy. It's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. All right. You pay the price. 
<laughs> Live by the corduroy, die by the corduroy. The men in corduroy indicated that the ownership of the land was in question due to modifications that had been made on the property. That is, his ownership. Okay. And that the government would officially be taking control of said land. One of Waters' neighbors got a hold of him days later and told him that he had seen large black vans outside of his house during his absence and that dark-clad men had been ransacking the place. Of course, they own it now. He's in Australia. Well, I mean, he technically sold it to them, though. So it's, it's their house to do what they want with. Yeah, so I don't why have a he... beef with this. Yeah. If he didn't already pack the shit he wanted, that's on him. Yeah, he's been in Australia for how long with wombats? Months, I think. I don't right. know. A, a certain amount of time. I mean, I don't want to paint Mel into a corner here. No, but, I'm not you know. here to judge Mel. But if you no. didn't take all the shit you wanted from your house, even if you had to leave immediately... It's no longer your house. That's their fucking place. Yeah. They're not ransacking their own home. They're just fucking up their own property. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, we've established that. Waters felt sure that these were also shady black op agents. I don't know if they're shady. As if things weren't bad enough for Waters, he was officially presented with a with his wife's divorce papers at this time, and even worse, Jesus Christ, diagnosed with esophageal cancer almost immediately afterwards. Ah, the double fucking punch, story dude. of Job. Yeah. Lost your wombat ranch, lost your fucking pit, lost your wife. So he was Sorry still married to his wife when he was living in Australia saving wombats. I wonder if she was at the house still living there when the when the men in black are ransacked. I'd it. like to think not. I mean, maybe, but... Maybe she was going like, to like live with her mom or her sister or something. Well, how is she not getting part of this sweet government lease? Oh, money? dude, if she didn't know about the 250 a month... And he took off to go save did they, wombats. Did, they think, did she think he was like living in Panoma and like a efficiency, yeah. like barely making ends meet? Was he sending her like false postcards or whatever while I he's mean, living I, it up? I feel bad though. Oh, yeah. Down I mean, under. Uh, like, Here's me under the bridge in a cardboard box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suffering without you, baby. But, I mean, do she, stuff for food. She certainly. <laughs> that's the worst podcast ever. Hey, doing do, stuff for do, food. Do stuff oh, for God, no. <laughs> but she did serve him with the divorce papers, and he ended up getting diagnosed with esophageal. Cancer, so yeah, thank you for saying it right. That sucks. That does that's, suck. That's no good. Now at the end of his proverbial rope, Waters once again contacted the one sympathetic voice he could find, Art Bell. And mm. in April of 2000, Waters once again spoke about his misadventures. He related his harrowing tale to the inquisitive masses and even recounted a story told him by an old neighbor regarding the huge Stonehenge-like monoliths that were once said to halo the hole. So once upon a time, Wait, according what? to an old neighbor... And that's a vague description. Apparently, they were giant stone monoliths, so he Stonehenge-like. He learned about this afterwards. Well, apparently. Okay. Right. Which is, to me, like, first off, how did that just fall into the hole and disappear forever? Was it dismantled yeah, by the, they go? the draconians? Notice I'm being politically correct I, now. I respect and appreciate. Or, I mean, did it never exist? But, I mean, that's a pretty solid warning that something's going on. I mean, could you imagine if Stonehenge weren't just Stonehenge, but Stonehenge plus the bottomless abyss? Yeah. So he speculated that these ancient and alleged monoliths might indicate that this was a place of worship for people that had long since, you know, disinherited the region or Native Americans or whatever. Okay. Waters began to believe that these holes were part of an ancient cult uh, you know, a, a place of great significance in the history of Earth and its cultures. This led him on the next leg of his fascinating journey. Jesus Christ! Anyone want to go there? I sure. What do you I, got? I don't even. Mel know. finds a second fucking hole. No, Boom. you don't find two holes in, in your lifetime. Life. Yeah. How? No. Because you're Mel Waters, and okay. when you're Mel Waters, there is no dearth of holes. Okay. 
your life is holes at this point, and you are going to find new ones. All right. So if you thought that first hole was fucked up. All right. The first hole was kind of fucked up. You ain't seen nothing. Oh, the second hole was super fucked up? I, I wrote this, so I kind of have a sneak preview. Okay, cool. I mean, I didn't you know write it originally. It allegedly happened, but okay. I studied the reports. Okay. okay. So second hole, Mel. Waters took it upon himself to research other mystery holes throughout the world and managed to discover another strange pit, alleged to be on public land in Nevada, that was similar in size and reputation to the Devil's Hole, which he had for a brief period owned. Waters made the pilgrimage to Nevada, and once there he purportedly continued his research into these anomalous openings. It seems that Waters was able to make friends with the local Basque people, they're people that hail from uh, kind of a rural area of Spain. Okay. I don't know much about him in the area. And they took him to the sacred hole, which they described as being about nine feet in diameter. But unlike the devil's hole, this round aperture had a solid metallic collar, quote unquote, sticking out of the ground around the lip of the gap. This notched collar was evidently man-made or at least intelligently designed and rose about two feet above the pit. According to Waters, in my estimation, it could possibly be a locking collar Something could be lowered onto it and locked into place. That's Waters, you know, assertion on what it okay. was. But that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's like a Stargate. That is. Yeah. Or it could be a big septic pit. <laughs> just want to put it out there. But yes. The I mean, it could, it could be that. It well could just be the Basque people are like, it's a septic pit. Let's see if he'll fuck with it. There I prefer it involves androgynous Egyptians and Kurt Russell, but that's just me. All right, cool. Well, that's me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was nine feet, so that's, I mean, that's a big septic pit. But, you know, I mean, it's one thing. All right. Let's just take it at face value that everything he's saying is the gospel truth. Okay. I know we can't, but let's just do it for the sake of argument. It's one thing to see an earthen hole that people have just been chucking shit in for generations. Probably right. not the Native Americans. They respect fucking the land, but whatever. Since white folks got there, they've just been using it for garbage. And it's got a couple bricks and it's dirt. Okay. But a metallic collar with knives. That's right. Yeah, right. No, it's, it's interesting. That's weird. You know, that's something that you very rarely see. Or, or never. Yes. Or never. In my case, never. Okay. Sure. I, don't, I think the three of us can safely say, I've never seen the notched metal collar on a nine-foot hole. No. Yeah. All right. So we're, maybe like a two foot hole, but not a nine foot hole. Well, yeah. Yeah. The nine foot is the caveat. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of specific. It it's, is. It's, it's big. Yeah, it's big. All right. Cool. Does this mean that this portal to what may well be another possibly Lovecraftian dimension, or even hell itself, has an as yet undiscovered seal laying somewhere in the desert, or could this be? where UFOs, which are occasionally associated with said hole, land for reasons too nefarious to comprehend. Just blew all your minds, didn't I? Yeah, probably not, but still. UFOs are associated with these things? Oh, yeah. That's a little foreshadowing there. Okay. All right. right, If Waters knows, he's not talking. Waters did disclose, however, that when he dropped his toolbox onto the collar, the impact didn't make a sound. So when metal hits metal... That's yeah. just going to reverberate. Oh, maybe this is some unknown alloy. It's this goddamn <gasps> sound dampening consistency mm. that really alarms me. Mm. And the resurrecting of dead dogs. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. two things. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, is there some sort of strange sound dampening device attached to these holes? If so, where is it? And more importantly, why does it exist? Waters also claims that the area around the collar is warm year-round and keeps... Nearby tents, toasty even in the winter. Whoa. So I guess we have to assume this is what, northern Nevada? I don't know how. I mean, it gets cold in the high desert all the time at night, yeah. I guess. 
It, yeah. But yeah. that's interesting. But when you got the, the rim of a hole keeping you warm, that didn't sound right. The, <laughs> the rim of a hole <laughs> yeah. keeping you warm. But when you got like the metal collar on this hole, like emanating that much heat that it's, it's heating people from the outside. Keeping you toasty. Keeping you toasty. All Dude, right. fuck a campfire. Well, you yeah, don't need mean, it. It's a metal, yeah. It's Hang out a, around the rim. Goddamn collar. I guess you would. I mean, you would probably think it's sacred. If you just migrated there randomly, you've right. got your tent village or whatever. Yeah. You're just like, it's keeping us warm. I don't know what it is. And maybe there's something of religious significance here. Yeah. And totally. you, you worship the hole and stay warm by the hole. Cool. I guess. All right. He also confirmed that the metal from which the collar was constructed descended into the interior pit of the pit for as far as the eye could see. All right, so on like the bricks that disappear at 15 feet, this metal well, just goes straight has down. Some, yes, it has some uh, sheathing on it. The remote Ooh. locale of the second Devil's Hole was said to be under the supervision of the Federal Bureau of Land Management and was, according to Waters, utilized by both Native Americans and members of the Basque community for grazing sheep. Waters later told Bell during one of his five on-air interviews. Wow, he's yeah, super popular. No, with no doubt. Yeah. That the Basques claimed that the hole had been there since their community had been founded in the 1800s. Hmm. Waters petitioned the curious Basques to help him in his continued experiments regarding the nature of these holes, and they obliged him, being courteous people. Some of these tests yielded results that were merely unusual, and one of them ended up in an event that was nothing short of horrifying. <laughs> the first experiments consisted of lowering a bucket of store-bought ice... I don't know why that would be their first experiment. That has never been my first thought. And I've thought about experiments with a lot of things. I'm like, if I saw yeah, yeah. a Nessie, I would get a bag of store-bought <laughs> ice. I would lunge it at the yeah, creature. Yeah, ice doesn't, I mean, it changes really quickly. Yeah. Well, may, yeah, maybe they want to see how, well, how do you test how quickly it melts? You, you can't. No, no, you really I, can't, yeah. Unless you have like a remote thermometer. I don't know what you have in ice. Right. Well, let's, well, this is you know, science. Right. I'm just saying, might not it just be seems, strong, so. I don't know. It's a I don't know. whack of a task. He's a man that he's a man that deals with wombats. Okay. Yeah. Ice might not be his deal. But maybe wombats love ice, and he's just committed to the ice protocol. They could. They could. All right. So his first experiment consisted of lowering a bucket of store-bought ice, not that homemade garbage, <sighs> approximately 1,500 feet down the hole, with a test bucket remaining topside. All right. So let's give Mel some credit. He's got a fucking, he's got the experiment in the base here. When the team raised the bucket, they discovered that it had not melted. But what truly caught their attention was the fact that the ice was now warm to the touch with a silica-like feel to it. And even more bizarrely, it actually became a flammable substance. So no one, I think, saw that coming. I think we all have expected, like, maybe it was melted or maybe the surface ice melted, but the whole ice stayed cold because holes are colder, generally speaking. Right. I think we have scientific preconceived notions of what happens. This is not one. The no. silica-like flammable plastic yeah, ice. Yeah, and now it's fire yeah, ice. I'm not even ice, sure. Fi fire even... cubes. Oh, fire and ice. You guys got fire cubes? <laughs> My shit's too cold. <laughs> I know. No. I, I live too far from the rim. Anyone got a fire cube I can borrow? Go to Mel's so, hold number two for the so fire cube. So they turned water into a flammable substance. Ice. Ice. Ice Frozen water. Substance. So yeah, it's water. water. Okay. All right, I'll All right. give you that. Okay. No one could explain this chemical change in the ice, but one of the men 
brought the ice home and filled his wood stove with it. He claimed that the burning ice burned for three months and seemed to have a strange penchant for sucking all of the moisture out of the air around it. Oh, fuck Why say. would you put it in your home? With your children and, and your you, wife. Or, yeah, or, yourself. But even if you're a bachelor, yes. Yeah. It's sad and okay, scary. There's, there's things here that just boggle right. the mind. Yeah. Okay, and well, it's a, a chemical, it changes chemical properties, Does it? apparently. By the end of the winter, the wood stove had inexplicably plummeted through the floor of the man's shack, sinking five feet into the ground. Soon after, the entire <laughs> hut was said to have dissolved into a fine wood grain dust. Okay, everything's gone. <laughs> just gone. You're everything's just fucking gone. I, the ice sunk the dude's... It sucked all the moisture out of everything in reality. I'm surprised he's it, not a desiccated husk. It went through. The <laughs> but why did it drop then? What did it? raisin all shrunk. So it, why why did it change? Apparently, the molecular structure of said the, wood the floor. stove. Okay. And so that plummets five feet in the ground. Okay. All right. So and it's heavy. It's dense. It, but why would it make it heavier? Shack ah, it changes uh, mass of things. I guess heavier. If it's sucking know. moisture, I don't. I wouldn't think it would make it heavier. Maybe because it sucks the moisture, it makes it heavier. Let's bring on that you water. Guys wanna, you it. guys want to hear how this ends up? Because it's sure, even fucking please. weirder. According to Waters, a group of unidentified, though likely government-funded, researchers quickly descended on the dissolute shack and attempted to raise the sunken wood stove. The men employed heavy chains and construction equipment, but were unsuccessful until they filled the crevice above the stove with water. So they couldn't pull it up with heavy construction equipment, but they could make it float with water, apparently. Okay. That's not how physics works. That's not. Come on. Not when you're dealing with whole ice. Whole ice is different than regular ice. It's been chemically changed. But still, Waters and other eyewitnesses <laughs> claimed that upon contact Ugh. with the water, the chains fused to the wood stove, and then the team was able to lift it from its moistened tomb. The stove was swiftly secured on a large truck and stolen away to an undisclosed locale. Wherever the ark is, yeah, that's where they got the stone. The yeah, the stove with ice. All right, this is where shit gets all fucked up. Okay, I've been waiting. Oh, for now, this. okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because everything was really boring before <laughs> yes, then. Super normal. Yeah. All right. While burning ice is unquestionably odd, the following experiment would test even the limits of water sanity. In an act that must be construed as animal cruelty, Waters and his Basque cohorts then decided that a live subject was necessary for the next test. <sighs> so they quickly snagged a sheep from one of the many nearby flocks and dragged it toward the hole. It's just nasty. Mean. Waters claimed that the sheep became agitated when it approached the hole, much like the reaction of his own dogs at the site of the first devil's hole, and that the petrified animal had to be stunned, quote-unquote. I don't know what that means. Like stone cold? Like, <laughs> yeah. like you just came up with a boom. Where am I? I'm in a bucket being lowered down. Close. They just give him the fucking the fucking tombstone. At which just... point it was shoved in a crate, post-tombstone. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The okay. men then began to lower the crate, and the poor creature awoke as it began its descent. So we it was unconscious. We really, we and should then it woke up. Emphasis how emphasize how fucked up this is. I mean, you know, it's not. I haven't eaten a lot of lamb in my life. I have, and I've okay. enjoyed it. It's not like I'm not an omnivore. I can't like claim to be holier than thou about not having made animals suffer for the pleasure of my palate. No, dude, I get but it. I've never I like, get it. Cruelly, no. I know. 
fucking whole science. If you're, using, an if you're using the animal for a resource, I get it. And that can be debated, but we're not going to debate that today. All that, we're going to say is don't fucking, don't stun a sheep, toss it in a crate, and then lower it into a fucking enigmatic hollow yeah. that you don't, that you clearly are like, this is probably not going to end up yeah. well for the sheep because they it's fucking flammable ice, ice. Is now. Is it going to be a fire sheep? A oh. flame ram? <laughs> Could you imagine? It full blown ram. Is it like a Minecraft or something? I don't know. It's got horns. all pissed. Yeah. You don't right. want to deal with I'm that. Saying, man, Are you going to get a golden a fleece? The worst part What's is happen? though to me a fucking golden fleece. That's awesome. <laughs> fucking Argonaut. It, uh, is is that the thing is like unconscious from the stunning. Right. And then as it's going down and you can hear the, the change, you know, it's almost like Spielberg shot it in my, in my oh, mental picture. Oh, I can see picture. it. Yeah, me and too. And all of a sudden you hear the, the bleeding, yeah. the bleeding of, course. of the sheep. And then the silence. The silence of the lamb. And it comes oh. up a flame ram and fucks you up. It's pretty fucking horrible. <laughs> Waters confirmed that the beast began thrashing violently in its crate and making sounds that can only be compared to shrieks of terror. Sucky. The crate was purportedly lowered to a depth of approximately 1,500 feet, the same as the ice, at which point the sheep's undulations and screams were silenced, as Chris predicted. That was when the metallic rim of the hole suddenly began to vibrate. Oh, you just no. know that's not good. If you're there for that moment, you're like, oh, fuck. You just know you fucked up. <laughs> we fed I, the hole. Yeah, we fed the hole. We fed the hole, yeah. You don't feed the fucking hole. Oh, no, dude, never, dude. Waters and company, no doubt startled by this development, backed away from the pit and allowed the unfortunate sheep to linger in the complete blackness of the crevice for no less than 30 minutes. And no more. But no more than. <laughs> Precisely. No. If it was 31. No less than. I know. Yeah, I can't. No That's how I write. Minutes. All right. Before they worked up the nerve to hoist the crate back up to the surface, it should come as no surprise that the animal was found dead inside the crate. Okay. Yeah. Terror alone would have been enough to kill the poor beast, but when they cut the creature open for an impromptu autopsy, the men found that the sheep looked like it had been cooked from the inside. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. But as if it weren't disconcerting enough, Waters discovered a gelatinous, tumor-like glob where the sheep's internal organs should have been. Waters removed the tumor, and that's when things started to get really fucking weird. Some of the Basque men noticed that the tumor seemed to be moving of its own accord, as if something was pushing out from within. All right, that's just that's just Cronenberg bad. Yeah, yeah. the tumor Fucking shouldn't be moving why? on its own. Yeah, it never moves on its own. No. Ugh. All right. Oh. Waters decided that the tumor needed to be cut open because he's fucking Mel Waters, and that's what he does. He pushes the envelope. He's a man you, with no you gotta know. He has no. He, he no longer. He lost knows his wombats, boundaries. and now he gives no fucks. Yeah, when you don't have when you when a man's wombats are taken, you just you. What do you have to live for? You have no knowledge of the whole. Yeah, you're yeah. over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> you are the edge. Oh my god. Oh my god. You, you've gone over yourself. <sighs> Mel Waters, the edge. Now, Mel might be on the edge, but he's still got one of the other Basque men to actually do the cutting. All right. You know. Upon which, he released a creature that Waters described as looking like a fetal seal, which is something we all know well. I mean, when we see something and it looks like a fetal seal, we're like, <sighs> yeah, fetal seal. Yeah. There's nothing that looks like a fetal they seal. unleashed it? Of course. All what right, else would you do? Continue. Released. Yeah, but I know. Unleashed is more... It's like a... That's like a... It's a big. It's a. It's a. It's not like let it go. It's like unleashed means like. Well, it, it presumes like, that it's like doing something. I don't think it pounced. Like that's, it booked. Yeah. I think it just kind of slipped out in that nasty muck of grodiness. Yeah, that yeah. happens. Like I don't know, maybe like a tumor C-section or something. Okay. I don't know. Right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. It looked like a fetal seal. <laughs> the common sight. 
connected to the tumor's inside by what appeared to be an umbilical cord. So they turned the fucking sheep into a fucking reverse George Foreman cooked womb. Right, and you got a tumor seal. Yeah, so that's awesome. And it had a baby. Some of the Basque men noticed that the two... Oh, sorry. Going back now. Waters went on... No, goddammit. No, you're right. Waters went on to claim that this strange tumor seal had haunting human-like eyes. So uh, I was looking at that him? just makes it even weirder. Like he's just looking at you with those sage weird yeah. eyes, like Aaliyah, you know, the baby sister from Dune. Dune reference four hundred <laughs> on this fucking pod. Do I do? I, yeah, do yeah, you love it. But you know, it's got grown up human baby blue eyes. You've got to Let's see the closeouts had around. Oh my god! <laughs> I, Jesus. All right. Waters went on to claim that the strange tumor seal had haunting human like eyes, which it locked onto the experimenters. This as yet unclassified creature from the abyss and its surface host stared at each other in stunned silence for the better part of two hours. They just had a staring <laughs> contest? <laughs> just just seal. I'm not blinking. I ain't <laughs> blinking either. <laughs> Fuck you, seal. I was here first. Sorry, uh, man. Uh, this honestly might be the one part of okay, all the bizarre dude, shit that's cannot, happened that I, stretches my credibility more than anything. Yeah, two I've hours. Never stared, the first time I saw boobs. I don't think I lasted like more than just three minutes of staring. The, so you don't stare at anything for, for two, two fucking hours, hours. unless it's hypnotizing you. But then, what is it like shifting eye how contact? How dry constantly? are your eyes? Oh well. well then, and what about anybody blanket, else around there? Even if are you're they not watching the staring stare. contest? Yeah, I, mean, I at some point you shake your friends. You're like, come on, Bob. I couldn't deal with someone looking at something for two hours. I'd be Nobody like, I'm fucking dude, out. If I saw you looking I'm at out. something for one fifteen seconds, I'd be like, <laughs> What is your problem, Mark? Do you, are we okay? Are we in a time thing? Then I'd be <laughs> yeah. looking around for the entity stopping yeah. time and being, yeah. Why did you pick me? Yeah, I don't want to deal with this All responsibility. Right, so two Fuck hours off. Stand off with a with a tumor seal yeah, with human like oh, Betty Davis eyes. Okay. After the two hours had <laughs> elapsed, it's fucking awesome. Two fucking hours. It's great. <laughs> this sheep-born abomination apparently nodded at its would-be captors and dove back in the hole. That's oh! just the only way to end it. Oh, he <laughs> just acknowledged the, the, the competition. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe saying, you guys did a real good job staring. Yeah. Most people can't stare that yeah. long. They dove into the hole. And then it just, you, it probably did that sloppy, all fetal wet, seal weird, undulation. Slappy. And, and dolphined its way back to the goddamn rim over the slat and slid this thing, this thing could not have been that big. I mean, it's a fetal seal. The standard fetal so seal it's, size. it's not big at all. Who the fuck knows? How big's a fetal seal? It's got to be the size of like a fucking squirrel. It's got to be pretty weensy. Yeah, or, or maybe it's a big fetal. Maybe it looks like a fetal seal, but it's three feet long. But I mean, how big's the fucking lamb? No, but it came out of, this. what I mean. It came out of a... A standard ops. So, all right, so you got a she, standard lamb. Right. Standard organs turned into okay. standard tumor, turning into so standard the size fetal like, seal. Yeah, maybe the size can't of like, be like, a, yeah, like, like a, this. a small dog, maybe? Yeah, I, two, two feet at most? But I mean, how, you can see he has human-like eyes, and you're locked into a staring contest, and the fucking thing nods and leaps back into the hole. You, that's that's what would get me the most. Like, it's just like, word. <laughs> out. And you're just like, what? Tumor seal out? And then it just how do you, off. he determine the winner? You have yeah. to clearly, you have to blink. Does it throw up the woo? Is it, does it woo on the way out? Woo king! Yeah, well, flipper woo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Does it give you the, the Hunger Games sign? Oh, <laughs> yeah, the whatever that oh. don't, don't kill my villager, whatever that sign is called. It, it's very whatever. likely. Yeah. This All is right. fucked. The men at this point <laughs> swiftly regained their composure, you know, after the two hour ordeal, and yeah. hurtled <laughs> the tarp wrapped tumor and the carcass into the depths 
with the seal. From you once, it, from once it came. I don't know why they were like, why like at this point, you're so horrified by what you've created. You're like, fuck it. We put can't have evidence. You don't want to eat it. Oh my God. Was that ever an option? Well, yes. Yeah, you it's, just ruined me a little. Lame. I almost I know. Like, well, clearly, you don't want to eat it. You can make some kebabs. No one out ever of it. says that. No one ever fucking Would talks about Would you eat the, the lamb r- risen from the pit that made fire ice? Yes, that I mean, tumor not, is good pickings. Not the inside. Maybe at the outside. It's probably got some no, nice you, parts to it. I mean, no. No. Flammable ice. Nobody wants flammable ice. Nobody wants delicious lamb kebabs. But whatever. What if they just spontaneously combusted? Well, you would know when you put them on the kebab. Yeah, no. If you if the no, I, you exactly if I the ice know. is going to dissolve cooked. wood and fucking and turn a, a wood stove into a fucking unbearably heavy fucking yeah, molecular for, nightmare for, for reasons. How can you put anything that went into the pit in your body? You cannot. Not an option. Okay. All right. I'm not going to eat too much. Uh, I feel like this was written by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> wow. There's just no consistency. Low, no, it makes blow. sense. Low blow. It's terrible. Instead of being mortified by this <laughs> biological atrocity, Waters felt that the seal-like beast was filled with compassion. That's an end of a quote. And believed that his experience with the entity resulted in the total remission of his cancer. <gasps> Miracle. Really? Wait a minute. Yeah. So is he like a... a Christ-like being? Well, I think we already went down that road, but you come from the hole. I don't know if he was resurrected or thereby created, but the lamb. I mean, we have a Catholic school education, Chris and I, so we know a little bit about the lamb. Yeah, but why is he a seal? I don't know. Damn it, Rob. No, this why is, is he too far. <laughs> you can make you can metaphor it all, but then he's a seal. Yeah, but he's a seal. And why do you have a staring contest? Maybe yeah. maybe he just was the closest mammal he could swing at that moment. Okay. Right. I don't know. But the throat cancer's gone. Waters further asserted that the seal-like entity made regular visits to the Basque shepherds who made camp near the hole and was evil, I'm sorry, and was even able to communicate with the humans via a portable radio. (laughs) Wait a minute. Which I'd like to think he brought himself. (laughs) Wait, the seal? With a little boombox. The seal showed up. Yeah. Randomly. The seal came back. Oh, yeah. The very next day, you thought he was gone, but the seal came back. So the seal came back with a portable radio to talk to? I I think think probably one of the shepherds had a radio. I was just talking shit with him. Yeah. Like, he showed up, and then when he didn't show up, they'd randomly get portable radio communications with or, it when it wasn't around? I don't know for sure because it's not specified by Mel. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? But let me explain <laughs> what I think. You just have it on and he's like, I think you guys are... <laughs> <laughs> like, remember that one time we break, stared break, at each break. other? It's fucking sweet. <laughs> I think maybe some of the random shepherds might have had radios in their tents and that it might have started crackling. And then when the thing was in there, nodding knowledgeably with its beautiful baby blue eyes, that its voice might have emanated from the speaker. That's what I assume. Oh, oh, that, so it's like right. acting as a communicator. Any of us and all of us could be right or I wrong. Thought like, here. I thought that it actually like slopped up to the Basque people with like a little radio. It's like hey, with, with, with this little sweet boombox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks sunglasses. Like look at what I got, bitches. <laughs> oh, fucking sweet oh. daddy came rocking out the scene. Oh, that's, right. that's funny. So, but yet not. I love that and weird. Sadly. Okay. The effort to record the creature's voice resulted only in a series of unintelligible static-like sounds. Okay. So somebody oh, had the, a forethought to be like, let's let's listen to the tumor seal. Yeah, totally. For he might be a prophet, okay. and he is a cancer curer, and he is clearly from another realm. Let's keep his words for posterity. 
but his words were not meant I mean, to be kept. I think I one tried to, like, spear it or something. Oh, you could know? you imagine? You don't kill the tumor seal. No. Can you kill a tumor seal? You don't know until you try. Well, yeah, but if you do and you succeed, have you denied the world <laughs> something wonderful? Well, no, because the world is, is not any better than it would have been without it. How do you How know? know? Because no Waters is cancer-free I know, well, how do you, yeah. All right, well. He's better. Cancer-free in sometimes. 90... Once a decade. That's all you get. All right. So, uh, you know, the hole's not done. The hole is not done with its antics yet. All right. Strange as a tumor seal may be, Waters claimed that the locals also began noting new species of brightly plumaged birds that seem to be making their homes around the hole. At least six specimens of a bright blue and red beaked bird, which were quickly christened sunbirds, were seen orbiting the fathomless pit following the sheep experiment. Hmm. Weird. This of, cor- this, of course, begs the question, did the animal sacrifice perpor- performed by Waters and the crew in the name of science unintentionally open a rift through which fauna from another dimension entered our own? No, I like that. I like it's that. It's a possibility. We don't know. Interdimensional birds. I like it. Waters publicly stated that he believed that the bird came from the birds, I'm sorry, came from deep within the hole. And he claimed that the locals have already concocted or had already concocted a myth wherein these birds were somehow responsible for the sheep's death as well as the tumor that produced the seal creature. Which goes to show you, I suppose, just how quickly mythologies are created. Yeah. Of all the weird shit that, that has been spoken of by Mel, the fact that he tells of the Basque people making legends that associate the birds and the seal and create these... Uh, paradigms in which everything's interrelated. Right. That's perhaps the most sincere sounding yeah. thing that I've heard, which in ways somehow legitimizes it a smidge. You know right. what I mean? It's right. fascinating to me. Okay. Waters, being more scientifically inclined than his Basque peers, attempted to shoot down a bird so he could dissect it, but his efforts were met with naught. Though he did manage to shoot one of the birds, after a short tumble, the avian anomaly righted itself and continued on its merry way. Waters later found two crumpled bullets below where the bird had been flying. This led him to conclude that the birds were likely bulletproof. Aw, dude, Kevlar birds. Dude, classic birds of paradise. Yeah. Yeah. You can't kill them. Pit birds? Good luck. Pit birds. Try chewing them. (laughs) I pity your teeth. And a couple goddamn pit they birds. They ain't from around here. here. No. That's worse than panfish. Pit yeah, birds. really. Uh, pit, yeah, panfish are fucking They're garbage. Shitty, but man. Who pit birds? Not good. Nope. Not good. Waters also told Bell that his Nevada hole emitted occasionally what he described as a black beam, which shot directly into the heavens in short bursts. This is how he described it. This is a contradiction, but a black beam of light. Okay, comes from the hole. It lasts a very short time, but it just goes directly up into the sky. It's like if you had a flashlight and it was capable of throwing up solid black, which weird. is a pretty succinct description. Yeah, no, that's weird. But what the fuck is a black I've beam? Never. And ever. That, that's just the worst. I mean, no, the worst is the tumor seal, but yeah, but the a tumor black seal... beam of light piercing directly up into the sky. But the tumor seal was a friend. I mean, technically, well, he, came, he cured cancer and came back and was communicating via radio. Maybe. He, was, he seemed okay. kind of, he seemed well, kind of well, cool. Well, maybe that was just trying to gain trust. 
Yeah, for okay. nefarious shit. Maybe. Also, we don't know what he ever said. That's what demons like, I do. I wish someone had like chronicled. Like, you can't record the tumor seal's voice. Fine. Well, yeah, but no but one I wish ever, someone I had suppose. been like, no one took fucking notes. Yeah, write it down. Yeah, really. I want to know. Is he saying like, and is it like Prince of Darkness shit? Like some fucking or maybe it didn't say the end yeah, is coming. Yeah, just, sh- the just next. showed up with his human-like eyes. It looked adoringly at the Basque people and then left. Yeah, but it said things through a radio. Yeah, you know like this. how did nobody yeah, well, how remember no or, or why wasn't it reported? Okay. Like if all if, right, if Mel right. knew about this, because this is all on Mel. Yeah. What we have is exactly this. What Mel saw and experienced, told Art Bell and millions of listeners, and then what was written down after that. Right. We know no more. Okay. Like the Basque people aren't talking about this. All right. As far all as right. we know. No, they're keeping their secrets. Understandable. Psst. On a closing note, rumor has it that one of the evidently suicidal <laughs> Basque men volunteered to be lowered into the hole in the same fashion as the sheep. But Waters and his fellow amateur scientists, in what must be considered a rare burst of good judgment, managed to convince yeah, the foolhardy volunteer against the decision. Can you fucking imagine? I almost, Can you fucking imagine? I know. Cinematically, I want to know what happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. What does it come out as? A gin? Well, well, at what point? I mean, like I said, I, I literally said he's evidently suicidal. What are you thinking? Are you, unless the tumor seal is laying such glorious shit on you. Right. That well, that's thinking, what I mean. I, if, if, if a lamb can bring this wonderful creature, then I will let my body be the vessel. Well, once it becomes a religious experience, then, yeah. you, you, then you never know. Fucks are out of the window. Yeah. Zealotry is yeah. going to abound and weird shit's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? In the years that have followed Waters' revelations concerning the first Devil's Hole, there have been sporadic expeditions into the woods around Manistash Ridge, but no one has ever managed to find the mystical pit. And Waters himself seems just as enigmatic. Some say that the government filled the hole in when they were finished using it for whatever arcane purposes they had. Others suggest that a shed-like structure has been erected over the site to hide it from prying eyes. That would make more sense. Plus, how do you fill a fucking bottomless pit? Right. So, you know, there are also some who feel that aliens protect the space with a sort of cloaking device. As they would. Of course, as aliens are wont to do. Okay. And still others who are understandably convinced that the darn thing never existed in the first place. Wait, we're talking about the first hole? Yep. Okay. Manistash Ridge. Right. Okay. Okay. Believers in the existence of the Devil's Hole, we'll call this Mel's Hole from now on, and Mel's Hole, which is the one in Washington. Okay have posted satellite images from Google Earth, which indicate that the area where the nine-foot pit should be was covered up with white blocks. I've actually seen these. Now, someone out there, please do a much more recent one, because I checked this way back when I wrote the article years ago now. So I don't know if there's something new or what, but it's pretty weird. Now, granted, it's near some government facilities. Right. And I'll say this. Skeptics counter by saying that the satellite photos have been altered to protect the military's training facilities. They also add that there is no official record of Waters ever living, voting, or owning property in the region. Oh. In fact, there seems to be little evidence that a man named Mel Waters ever existed. Ooh. Of course, if Waters' admittedly bizarre tales are true, and there is actually a top-secret geographic anomaly of apparent military significance located in the proximity of the Yakima firing range and the Hanford Nuclear Reservation, yeah, which is ominous as fuck. Then it goes without saying that the military officials would go to great lengths to conceal what actually exists in the expanse, even to the point of doctoring photos, erasing identities, registration, and tax records. Yeah, well, yeah. So you can go either way on this. You can say it's obviously some bullshit because we can't find the records in the public forum, or you could say... It's pretty easy to erase a random dude. It's true. If you need to, when you when you're paying him 250 grand a month living in Australia with wombats. I mean, they dismantle his goddamn rescue facility in like a week. No one can find his wife. 
Or the wombat. She's got to be. T- oh, what if she has wombats? What if she's with them? Yeah. What if she decided to raise the wombats, wombats and found peace in Australia? Maybe she did. I'd like to think she did. But who knows? Skeptics also assert that the temperatures inside the earth at the depths that water claimed to have dropped his lead weight are in excess, in excess, excuse me, of 1300 degrees Fahrenheit, which of course would melt fishing line. <laughs> I don't think I needed to say that. Well, but... it's a good 20 pound test from Bass Well, Pro. it's 20 pound test. So, yeah, yeah, sure. Still, if one is able to accept the premise that these miraculous fishers can transform ice into a flammable substance or impregnate dead sheep with human eyed tumor seals, then one must assume that they are not bound by normal geothermic rules. And I think that's a fair, that's a fair statement. Yeah, well, it's a fair, fair. assessment yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, generally when you drop it 80,000 feet, the test isn't going to stand up to it, but it's a devil's hole. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Red Elk would publicly state that he had once seen a very large spaceship, let's bring the UFOs into this, Ooh. hovering above the Washington Hole, which he insists is nowadays covered by a nondescript shack-like structure, which conceals the orifice. Unlike most believers, however, Red Elk asserts that it is not the U.S. government in control of the site, but the reptilian humanoids who utilize the hollow to transport cargo, which sometimes consists of human remains, to their underground bases throughout the region. Yeah, that's what they eat. uh, Do they have a honeycomb of bases throughout Washington State? They have them all, all, all over the earth, yeah. All over the earth. Well, yeah, like under the to. oceans too. All right. Is this basically is our world a fucking a reptile subway? Yeah, because they were here before us, and we're like the second oh, no. oh, species wait, to wait, live on right. here. Oh, hold on, because uh, I don't know shit about. I just don't feel like there's evidence for that. I just I don't know shit about this. I, uh, <laughs> You're asking for evidence of the draconian race that ruled the world before we showed up. Yeah, ah, good sir. So they're not aliens. Let me introduce you to David Icke. Mm. I thought they were aliens. Like yeah. the reptilian aliens. No, they are aliens, but they they came here and then we, they they basically genetically made us because we are like their sheep. So we are just genetically created cattle for yeah. a reptilian alien dude, race all these that colonized. Years, I've been talking about dude, this. I, just, dude. I don't have time. I know, for this. but like, why when did this happen? Pay, why don't you pay when attention did it to my theories? When did it happen? And, and what do the dinosaurs have to say? <laughs> when, like, I, there's already reptiles here, fucker, and don't we're worry, it. Don't worry about that. Or I, I just I just assumed that either they were aliens I, or descended worry, from dinosaurs. Don't worry about well, what yeah, they happened. are aliens. But aliens that came and usurped the dinosaurs, that's just that's too much. That's too much to eat in one meal. Listen. And I'm a big man. Just listen. Yeah, I like pizza, but come on. Listen. The draconians do what they do, man. There's, you can't you can't stop them. You just owned with that. You, you know that you just won the debate. <laughs> you can't stop them. They do what they do. All right, fair enough. We're not here to talk. They're like a seven to nine foot reptilian humanoid. Are you going to tell it what to do? If I'm a dinosaur, You're going to say, thank you, sir. Can I have another and get the fuck out of the way? A T-Rex don't give a fuck if you're seven to nine feet. No, I don't think they were. I mean, I don't. I don't go back no, that far. No, I don't no, no. Let's. You're the master of reptiles. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> you ate a corner at one point. You had a box of reptiles. I had a, a shoebox of some snakeskins. So when oh. did they come to Earth? Come on, herpetology I, I, I master. Know. Have to. You know, honestly, who would have to reference with this is Dave Ike. David Ike, you would know. I can't listen to him. I can't do that to myself. You've never wanted to th- sit through a twelve-hour uh, David Ike. D- uh, what, what, like talks that he I, has. I rely on you for this, my friend. Yeah, that is not one. something we I should can do. All, we should get a monthly book club, and we should start with David Ike and see who <sighs> fucking shoots themselves in the face. <laughs> 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 That's a fucking oh, lose. No. I, I know. Yeah, that is read, dude. You get to like three pages, and you're like, "Fuck! What did I sign up for? This is the this is the worst book club ever." I'm just oh, worried that God, these fuckers you. are transporting human remains, and they're goddamn yeah, reptoid they, subways because they eat humans. Well, the, you know, wean off. 
We're not fucking. They're we're not, not here vegans, for your dude. fucking pleasure. I feel like yes, it's yes, not we that. are. There's a whole point of but, us to them. But cows are delicious too. And but pigs. they don't want them. Eat they a want burger. They, they, want, they never ate a burger. They're just they dicks, and they don't want to try nothing new. People, man meat. <laughs> Say it. They want delicious man meat. I know. Yeah. Who doesn't? All, All right. right. Is, All there, right. Do, is there more? Are yeah, we finishing just up here? just a smidge. Okay. okay. Let's do that. This is the last thing Waters ever did or said that we know of publicly, at least that I know of publicly. Maybe somebody else knows something else. Okay. In the past few years, Waters was has largely been off the proverbial calendar. But on June 28th, 2011... A letter from someone claiming to be Waters. That's all we can officially say. People don't write letters. A fucking blah. I don't know what it would be. A letter from someone claiming to be Waters was posted online by the Whales in Space website. Fun. His comments uh, here are reprinted I verbatim. Think, I think we actually, I think they follow us on Twitter. That's awesome. Whales in Space. That's a whales great name. Space too, yeah. It is kind of cool. The idea of Space Whales. Ever, well, even before yeah. Doctor Who was awesome. All right. So this is what Mel allegedly said via Whales in Space. Hello to all of you. This is Mel. That's exactly what I say when I start a letter. No, you sound like him. Yeah. I'm sorry I've been inconspicuous for so long, but you see, I had to put my life back together after my experiences with the hole. Should be holes, Mel. All right. I returned to Australia to renew my efforts with my wombat refuge. After finally receiving a large settlement from the BLM, <laughs> that's Bureau of Land Management. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'd all be fucking wondering. I have not spoken of the whole or its property since my last conversation with Art on Coast to Coast as part of my agreement with the U.S. government. I can, however, discuss generally the second hole I discovered in Nevada. It's a little uppity saying you discovered it. The Native Americans basketball yeah, he deserve a little yeah, credit. Yeah, he just kind of showed up and was like, hey guys, I found a hole. Okay. I can assure you all that everything I told Art and his listeners regarding that hole, that's all caps, that, was true. Out of respect for the local culture, though, I cannot reveal its location without their consent, and they do not wish it to be so. The elders there see the whole as a sacred place, and they do not want it to be compromised by outsiders and media. All right, that's fair. Okay. I'm going to take a little break here. Uh, but there's Google fucking Earth. There's people that yeah, have I, access I to vehicles that I can know. go through Nevada. Nevada is a place in America. Right. If it is not literally in Area 51 or, or some other fucking government location where they're just saying, yeah, the Basque people can say everyone else can fuck off, then there is no fucking way other people just can't find it. Yeah. Also, just figure out where That's the fucking Basque saying. people live yeah. and go there. Get a radius and search. I mean, why is Mel so goddamn special that he goes over and goes, like, got a hole? And they're like, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Metal collar. Well, plus, he it. hasn't said anything that we haven't found already researching right. sure. to, to say right. that it's him so so yeah i'm a little sketchy on whether or not this is the real deal all right i hope that someday i will be able to reveal everything in a way that will allow the public to know the truth but i am not in a position to do that at present i will say that i believe the truth will be known one day but i can't say how that's <clears> nice <throat> and vague well, i could prove my story but the risk to myself is too great all right you don't ever say that if you don't fucking if you can't prove your story i could do it but i won't you say that when you can't do it, and you can't. Period. Yeah, you, the, yeah. Nobody says. Right, but I mean, if he's in, if he, if he's in mortal danger. William Wallace was like, "Uh, freedom's great, but a great rest of myself." Fuck it. Yeah, but do you really? Good wanna, luck, Scotland. Do you, <laughs> yeah, I, I, good luck, Scotland. Do you really want to like William Wallace yourself over a hole though? When you I got would, sw- when, you when you're dealing with that. wombats. I mean, listen. I can I can think of a million reasons why I would if I knew a terrible or profound secret to protect loved ones fucking for any number of reasons i would not say a word about it as tempted as i would be yeah but yeah. i would not announce 
how hard I could prove it if I wanted to prove it, but I'm not going to prove it. That's, but I totally yeah, could. that is some okay. Facebook shit. Right. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. like you guys don't even know. Like I know shit, but you know I can't say it. You don't know that I know. <laughs> and there's people out there that know, know I know shit, yeah. Yeah. and they know who yeah. I'm talking about. I agree with myself. Yeah, you don't understand. And my wombats. That that's a that's a vague that's a vague booking. That's a vague. Ah, uh, Facebook martyr, Mel. <laughs> Facebook Mel Waters, martyr? Facebook martyr. What's up, Facebook martyr? <laughs> now we'll wrap it up with this. I've learned from my experience that when you get an offer, it's best to take the money and run. I hope you all understand, and maybe you'll hear from me again sooner or later. Dot dot dot. No signature, Mel Waters. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. not entirely sure. Except for that time it. he came back from Australia. Yeah. Fuck the pooch. Yeah. And just did whatever he wanted. Right. I feel like this is not Mel Waters. <laughs> I know. That, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if I fucking can Scapped. believe anything this guy has said, period. <clears throat> I he know. might just be one of the great spinner of yarns in history. But that having been said, this guy is just like Chris just said, or maybe it was you. I, I don't know. But was one of you guys just said, stated nothing that wasn't already established yeah, in right. the facts. Exactly. Like, this is me. I'm back at the Wombat Refuge. Gave you, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've learned that when you get an offer, take it. Well, any anybody who read the fucking tale knows that. Yeah, this right. There's no information there that's... But this is the last alleged communique from Mel Waters. Okay. And now we know the odyssey of Mel Waters. And here's the other question. There was Ivan T. Sanderson, the great biologist and paranormal investigator from the mid-20th century who wrote a lot of great books, who thought that the Earth was broken up into... Well, sections, but there were triangles, basically, that were called vile vortices. Yeah. Bermuda Triangle, places in Africa, across the world, where ill shit happened, basically. How many fuck-sucking holes are there? I mean, if there's one in Nevada and one in Washington, well, but if these are, are they, some, are they just are, are they the only two, or are they like well, eleven no, if, more? Yeah. If these tunnels are, if these are being used for the like the reptilians. But bear in mind, I just have to say this: Red Elk is the only one who's the only official proponent. Right. This one, you know, medicine man is the only guy who's saying, yeah, no, this right. Is, this is a rep, a reptilian subway right. where you know human arms are going back and forth for you know McHumans. Yeah, he's just throwing that out there. There's no. If Mel you, never said that. Yeah, I feel from the beginning this took, it was this was just the first hole was a hole, right? And right. you threw stuff in there and you didn't hear it and you're like, oh, "This is crazy, this is effed up." Okay. And people seemed to do it for fun. And then a dead dog came back. Yeah, and then then all yeah. of a sudden, out of nowhere, Johnny Pet Cemetery is like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Uh, dog got resurrected yeah. in the woods, hanging out. Well, I know it's my dog. And now just things just get, then it just escalates from there. All of a but sudden we get a second find, hole. He found a second hole in the metal. It's collar. a stargate, yeah. and then shit is just crazy. Goes yeah. into the stratosphere. Well, I mean, if this is an entrance to either a reptilian stronghold or hell or a dimension, I mean, whatever okay, it is, so, it has to have something to it. Uh, clearly, well, well, let's for the sake of argument, if it we was, could. We could Oh, go ahead, Chris. I'm saying, if it was just a, if just a standard portal for reptilians, why does at a certain thing things molecularly change and do weird shit? I agree with that. That true. makes yeah, no, no true. sense. I think we can all agree that for the sake of argument, let's just say that Mel is telling a legitimate story and that he found these holes okay. and that this is real because we could debate all night whether or not we think this is real. I think we can all agree that we don't think it's a reptilian subway simply because of the things Chris just pointed out, which is all of the different things that have been manifested from the resurrection of dead dogs to fucking bulletproof right. birds and tumor seals and black Oh, yeah, beams. I forgot the, the, the yeah, birds. All of this shit, does not, well, it doesn't seem to correlate. So can we agree, or I'm, I'm asking or not saying... 
that well, this me, is probably yeah. not a reptilian subway. I mean, I don't want to take it off the table, but for the sake of our friendship, I will. Fair enough. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and now it survives another day. It almost did. We're friends uh, for now. For now. But the next time the reptilians come up and you deny me I will not take a draconian it. request. Oh, my God. There will be actions. A, dra- so a draconian request. <laughs> on the day of a draconian's When you're going to tag wedding. me on Facebook and you're like, why can't I tag Mark? Oh, I'm no longer friends with him on Facebook. You're going to be an official draconian inquisitor when the time comes. <laughs> We're lucky to have you on here. That's right. You're already a collaborator. When I have a sweet robe and I come out to you guys and I'm like, the draconians would like you to know. And then I read you the the minutes from the the, the meeting. You got to scroll? You well, scroll? I mean, it's a, it's in case, a, in case our listeners can't scroll. see because they can't, he, did a scroll. he just did an invisible on scroll. It's yeah. actually a really big iPad. Because they have oh, the yeah, yeah, iPad. You're on, no, no, but, but well, yeah, I'm bringing it out like this. It's a big iPad. That's amazing. Yeah, because they're giant reptilians. Are, in, hey, in an iPad. are, are they going to be cool with us? I mean, are we going to be able to survive in I the aftermath? I'm not sure. Are, are you, you, you going to at least put in a good word for us? I'm trying to, but right now we're taking them off the table, so we'll see what happens next. I wasn't <laughs> trying. Listen, it's, I, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, they want to remain clandestine. I did him a favor. This is on the internet. People wink, are wink, this. nudge, nudge. Oh, God. Reptiles okay. are off the table, bitch. So for I, now, I, we're going to remove the, 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 the uh, reptilian for shits and reptilian tunnels. Un- until, until we get more proof. <sighs> Fuck. Until we get more proof. All right. I'm asking our listeners to send us proof of the draconians <laughs> there. Okay. Yeah, okay. Great they, I'm sure they will. to your own welfare. We have a couple listeners that, that do some digging for us, and you, you know who you are. Well, I appreciate send me the it. Info. I'm just saying it doesn't match up with why there's... Physical, the changing properties physical of anomalies. the is weird. Like you, you, you turn ice flammable and apparently super dense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then or you, it changes what it touches. If you set it on fire, what the flames touch but that's becomes only, super okay, dense. But that's only hole number two. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. So in all fairness, none of this shit happened around hole one. Yeah, hole one was just no. Only one dude pet okay. cemetery at the very end. Otherwise, okay. it was just a pit and you throw your shit in it. Which mm-hmm. makes you almost wonder: Is the first hole just this really? fucking weird pit that goes on forever and occasionally makes dead pets come home or and, and the second pit like <laughs> it's got the metal collar ufos land there and refuel maybe even oh, though Jesus. i think there's a lot of maybe it's almost like are they like two separate phenomenons that just both happen to be fucking holes yeah because the first one has none of that no why, why doesn't the first one have a uh, metal Things that go all the way down. Right. Yeah. Well, what someone would have to do is literally, you'd have to lower a sheep. If you don't lower a sheep and you don't get a tumor seal, then you'll never know if it's the same fucking kind of hole. Well, maybe that was just True. that one off time. That's what happened. That's what it did to it. Although, if this yeah, is, right. if this I mean, is there's some not... sort of like interdimensional thing where. Well, that's what it is. The second hole really. It's like You get into the goop, you yeah. come out of the goop, it's and true, it does, you yeah. get a fucking Jesus seal. That's true. Not even just some sort of um, <laughs> empathetic fetus seal. Well, according to an empathetic fetus. <laughs> oh, uh, and that's my new band name. Empathetic, empathetic, empathetic fetus. fetus. All right, cool. Oh, God damn it. All right. So there's a lot to unfucking pack here. I mean, I think it, that we, it's safe to say that we could all agree on interdimensional. The second can, hole. can we agree on that? I think we can. All right, yeah. All right. Chris, I feel, I feel interdimensional? like as soon as you get I mean, it, fits el- better. What else? Foreign fauna. Like super bullet, super birds, bulletproof and whatnot, and right. tumor seals and black beams. I don't even know what the oh, fuck yeah. that is. That, yeah, it starts going into lost territory. All of a sudden, you look, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. It's like the Why writers stop making thing? sense at this point. Yeah. So if, if, <laughs> yeah, if this yeah, is yeah. serving as some sort of connective 
tissue to some other dimension. Or the hollow earth. Or it could be the hollow... Yeah, but, why, but what, what dwells but, in the hollow earth? Bulletproof fucking birds. Tumor true. seals. Tumor seals, reptilians. It's true. Black beams. Yeah. Daros. Yeah. The whole... No, I'm just... No. That was the only thing... No, robots were the only thing missing in this. <laughs> yeah. And I... You robots. Know robots didn't show Give up. Give it time. It probably would have happened. It could have, yeah. I, yeah. But, you know, but it, it really is. It's just... It's one of those things I mean, that I wish had become popular when I was young because... And I know I referenced them and other pods, but like one of those old made-for-TV fucking movies, but about the real-life experience of Mel Waters and his I'm tribulations. Actually, you know, I'm going to go through... I got to see if my Coast to Coast AM, if my Coast Insider subscription is still active, but I'm going to go back and see if I can find these episodes. Because I do remember listening... You might be able to find them on YouTube still. I don't know. I, I remember finding them on YouTube at one point and listening, and, 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 and it was pretty interesting, but... Not to steal money from Coast to Coast. I don't mean it oh, like that. Coast to Coast is fine. I know. I'm not listen, I'm not worried about bankrupting Coast yeah, to Coast listen, here. Listen, I paid my I paid my, oh, good I paid money my dues to, for years. to George Norrie to listen to him for years. say how everything's uh, amazing and inexplicable and all kinds of stuff so nothing against george he's i'm sure he's a great guy but it gets a little tiresome so a wee bit anyway um so uh, could this be a hoax clearly this could be a hoax of course everything unfortunately is pointing to it being a hoax yes but you have to concede that well not only is it not fun but it's like say either this guy just sent a fax to art bell and he just was weaving a tail an amazing tale that just went right. all over the place. And then when he got popular, he's like, I've got to tell an even better tale. And then suddenly the second hole comes into focus. Could be. Yeah, this, but you, this is possible. Things get weird. It starts. Here's the tale of a hole. Right. Very deep hole. People threw things in it. But look, just even by the end of that, look, why would the government come? And pay you two hundred fifty grand a month. Yeah, it's so much money. For, I mean, there's nothing I mean, really special except for that one dude's account of resurrection. Dude, unless it's a gas well, honestly. That much money back then? I mean, it, it had, unless it was some sort of mine. And that's or if you believe that it's almost you know fifteen to eighteen miles, depending if that's really true. Right. I mean, that just seems if we could get awfully proof of the government paying deep. for him, but there isn't even proof of this. But person. here's here's why. Well, of course, there's not proof. But of course, again, we as we said, this could have been totally right. erased from the public record, even when it was paper records mm-hmm. back in the day, um, if the government wanted it so. But they haven't been said why it's not you know a gas well or something more traditional is you don't threaten meth labs or make up fake fucking plane crashes yeah. to buy someone's natural you know gas reserves you True. just strike a really lucrative yeah. deal and ultimately Plus you don't demand they leave the fucking country maybe yeah it's like some like, ultimately if that was important you wouldn't have a choice like you would be oh right. they can take what are they public yeah. not public domain what do they call it yeah they, no but that's that where the government says no your land yes. is too important to us oh uh not is it eminent domain eminent domain eminent domain yeah why did i know that because you're, you're smart weird not really but that's that, well me i mean that's, that's, that's the deal really like they're not going to be like either we're going to screw you over or you get 250 grand. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And those like are I mean are really we really opposite options. Yeah. But are we just trying to find consistencies in a completely un- inconsistent oh, no. story? I don't think we're trying to find consistency no. at all because there is no consistency. I think what we're trying to say is that it's so fucking weird that there is a chance that if this happened this is the kind of way it might go down. It's true. Yeah, it's true. we all know it's thin. It's or, tenuous. No, it, everything it gets everything is just messed up. But I feel like he just maybe 
everything was mostly true right. until the, that very end. And maybe they did offer money, but maybe it wasn't two hundred fifty grand. Maybe it was just something as simple as so that he's kind right. of that he kind of had yeah. some weird experience, and he's just embellishing it. Uh, yes, Could be. yes. But the I mean, the second hole has to be the only thing that could be true if if the other things are true is that <clears throat> they found a hole. Everything else just can cannot be true. I mean, is there any updates? Like, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's. You would think there would it. be secondary that's, sources. That, yeah. That's where the, were the, that's the scary part? Is because there, has there been any other reports of holes like this anywhere else? I, I don't mean, know. I mean, I just don't know. You would think. I mean, we've all done enough fucking research into paranormal phenomenon recreationally, you know, yeah. well before this pod, for American monsters, for for cryptopia, now for kryptonaut. That you would think, if there were, and in fact, when I was writing this article initially, I scoured the internet to the best of my ability to find additional stories. Doesn't mean they don't exist. I just didn't find them. So I'm sure there are other mystery holes. Absolutely. Right. But ones that have these kinds of properties. Uh, no, and and also, even though a lot of people have searched the Manistache region or Ridge region of Washington State, and some say there's a shack, and some say it's not there at that all. That was going to be my next question: is has anybody actively gone out to this area and searched Tons of people? I mean, and this is nothing. not a huge really? area, huh? It's weird. But I mean, if there's a metal shack there and it's being guarded or it's private property, there's only would, so much you can do. You know, you would know. You would definitely see it. You would see the shack, but yeah. you couldn't prove anything. Does it hold a tractor or one of the great mysteries of the world? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it could be either. Is it rakes? <laughs> <laughs> or John Deere or draconians? Or potential uh, aquatic saviors Yeah, that oh. stare at you. Yeah. Know your thoughts. They know them. <laughs> they love you. The whole reptilian angle is a little bit far-fetched. If we are talking interdimensional portal, I mean, like, I get it. Like, Chris and I visited an alleged uh, portal at one point. A vortex, if yeah, you will. Yeah, that was a different sort yeah, of... Yeah, but I mean... Well, it's, 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 well, it was yeah, a general you, geographic location that allegedly right. had different hot spots that randomly right. appeared. No, this That's is not like a, this a very is like a direct, specific yeah, thing. Yeah. No, this is like a direct hole to a different place. And let's 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 table again both reptilians and interdimensional portal. If it's just this fucking crazy rift that's somewhere between Lovecraft and Pacific Rim that maybe isn't a portal to another dimension but just has this crazy energy right. emanating from that's occasionally manifest as a black beam but it changes Whatever molecular structure you would have here yeah. in our reality to something, into something else, entirely yeah. else. Maybe it's something like just beyond fathoming. I mean, we want to put like labels to it that are sci-fi labels that we really don't understand scientifically. Most people don't, but that are like, yeah, interdimensional or fucking super right. subway or whatever. Right, but if like if it's just something like if it's like earth min minerals, if it's minerals within the earth that are just changing the molecular make the molecular structure of things. Then, okay, I can get it. But then the whole yeah. seal? It doesn't make sense. Weird. That. I think I, they I know what's in the earth. No, I know. I think I don't think <laughs> earth mineral. Yeah. And I, I don't think I they know. I was going to let that rock. Yeah, but, I, I'm yeah. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm they There's not wizard rocks and there's If core. we've learned nothing from doing this podcast, it's just believe your own bullshit and you'll eventually <laughs> yeah, make it. We so. all do. Absolutely. But but maybe it is some sort of energy source, some unknown energy source. That would I mean, be one could reason, be and I was actually going to say that, and I'm glad you did. Why the government would want it. If, yeah. this is, if this is a source, now granted we're talking about the Washington site versus the Black Beam Nevada site, but if this is emanating some sort of energy that the government with its advanced and very sensitive satellites was able to detect that standard folks just wouldn't know about, right. um, they might be like, oh yeah, 
we need to know we what need, this is, we and we need this, to find yeah. a way to either utilize it for you know right. some efficient method or weaponize it as you know is the want to do to protect the motherland or whatever. Yeah. So if they sensed anything in there that could be valuable, I could see the government swooping down pretty quickly. Yeah. No, this wouldn't have made it past. You wouldn't hear anything about this information if if they were really like you would think they were keeping tabs on this guy after he came back from Wombat right. Land. They had yeah. to be. Because they wouldn't oh, totally, have, yeah. they <laughs> right? they have had like that fucking scuffle on the bus. Yeah, that's the, right. And, the, and, and, yeah. and granted, that is batshit crazy. Like, all right, they drug him. They, if they pick his brain, the, they say, the you will not speak about this. Well, that didn't work because he kept speaking about it. Tell yeah. us everything you know. Wombats are great. That's useless. Fuck his teeth, you know? And then fucking he wakes up in San <laughs> yeah. Francisco. That doesn't make any sense. No. But if you're going to do that, then you know this man left the second he left Australia. Right, right. That's what I mean. You'd, you'd feel like they would, that we wouldn't have even heard about this because they would have made him disappear. Put the kibosh there, as soon as he know, went there, to the second hole. There is a shred of something there, though. Is there's the, a shred of there's a shred. there, that's for sure. There's a shred of possibly an actual second hole. Yeah. Maybe. I, I know. I, I don't think it's just me. The second hole is infinitely more fascinating. Oh, the first hole kind it's of metal sucks, collar. Yeah. The first hole notches. Boring, yeah. Well, because the first one like just sets up like, like, why is there a hole? Could it really be this deep? What is happening? Yeah. Then it, but then it goes into well, lost. Dead dead dog is weird. All it really sets up, besides the bizarreness of the dead dog, as you say, is why Mel cares about holes. Yeah. Really. That's all it is. It's like you know. And after this, I was concerned about holes. Where they might be, and, and I put my ear to the ground. A second, I mean, you know, I maybe, found another hole. Maybe, it, maybe the narrative is that the first hole was real. Fine, government was interested in some sort of, you know, uh, whatever clean energy coming out of it. Uh, and then he <laughs> did, he just the cold fusion hole. Yeah, and then he just made up the second God. hole. How great would that be? <laughs> it's a cold fusion hole. But let, no, let me go on a limb on this motherfucker. Right, do it. So Mel has a hole. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's got some weird fucking properties. I'm talking in Washington talk- State. Okay. The the government's like, we need to be a part of this. It it raises the dead, so we can... That's an awesome well, that's, thing. Well, that's the only weird thing sure. up, up until then. Before right. it was let's just, just a deep Let's hole. just suppose... You can suppose anything you want about it. There's something about it that the government wants. They're like... You know, you either got a meth lab on your property or you get your 250 grand a month in your wombat farm. Right. Take it. He goes. Cool. He misses home so bad. Maybe he wants to fucking fix things up with the wife. Who knows? He comes back, sees a scuffle on the bus, blacks out. The teeth are gone, but they put some crazy ass mechanized shit in his fucking gums that make his fucking mind slowly warp so that in the end, oh, he's, he's just wandered around the yeah. Nevada desert. He doesn't know a Basque person so they from the whole So him wall. into like a disinformation agent. So they know exactly everything yeah, he says right. from now on like is going to be batshit like crazy. It. The whole second hole in the bulletproof birds and the tumor seal is just the ramblings of a oh. induced black op madman. All right, I like it. That's a good twist. But at that point, like, why not just why not just kill him? Yeah, no, I know. Not sure, None yeah. of that made sense. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I, I liked it. I, I, I walked into good. that cinematically. That's yeah. great. <laughs> it's awesome. Logically, I, write the script. That's boy, great. a bullet makes it so much easier. Yeah. yeah. And why did they take his fucking yeah, teeth? Yeah, but why kill like, him when you can turn him into a disinformation agent and he's calling up Art Bell and he's famous on coast to coast? Because in no what way. What if they called Art and told him? Because that's not necessarily oh. disinformation. And it doesn't help because every time he talks about the second hole 
it still brings more notoriety to the first hole. That's what I mean. You're you're stirring the pot. So that yes. All right. All right. Okay. That makes what right. makes way they, more sense they, to if, kill it, him. Or we have a very put him in the government. hole that he doth discover. Oh, oh my God! Could you put uh, Mel in his own hole? Yeah. What happens? We've like come out all resurrected and just yeah, too like, powerful to control. Yeah, dude. Too menacing to flaming deal with. eyes. Yeah. And teeth of a Super horse. Super Mel. Oh no, I don't. Ah. I don't want to deal with that Mel. No, that's a bummer. I don't even know if I want to deal with the first Mel. No, the first Mel seems like a bundle of nuts yeah <laughs> i want to deal with them or not but i do want to see a goddamn hole in the desert with a metal collar yeah and i'm not too. gonna lower it's animals weird. in there but once it starts vibrating and i see a black beam i'm gonna lose my fucking mind yeah. but in a really fanboy way but i'm dude again man maybe i think you know i think maybe it's just a gateway to a, a, another dimension it's and possible that's that, that's I my mean, take the, you know the one know. thing that lends some credence to that is where the bird where are yeah. the birds? Where's the birds? What? Where, where are they come from? It's, are, it's are, one are, thing if you lower something to a rift and energy still, changes are it. Are the birds still out there? Right. Just, who but knows? But they didn't, right? They were, You said they were just flocking. They just flocked and out. And all of a sudden they became <clears throat> sweet ass. I don't know if anyone actually saw a bird come out of a hole or if they just started accumulating about the hole and right. so people assumed they came from okay. the orifice. I don't know. All right. So, um, <sighs> okay. I guess. Uh, <laughs> do you have it, Mel's Hole? Mel's holes. Mel's holes. Devil's holes. Devil's holes. Which Mel. I I don't believe in. Like we do with most things, uh, this episode obviously is going to be a little bit different, but that was our take on it. We're going to ask you, our good listeners, to contact us and let us know what you think about Mel's holes. And whatever information you may have, please send that on to us, crypto.podcast.com. Social medias, Instagrams, Facebooks, and Twitters. You can get a hold of us. Let us know there. Um, And let's share our ideas about Mel's holes. Sure. Let's see. I mean, because, and, and again, I'm going to go back and listen to some of the episodes with our bell. See maybe if there's a, anything else mentioned recently. There might in the be. In couple of years. So. There might there's be. There's got to be. be. There's has, there has to be an information trail up to at least a point. Like there As had, far as I know, it went up to whales in space. Right. But that was a, about five years ago or so. I don't yeah. know. It's been a little bit I mean, bit like actual, I mean, there should be records you can be like of he bought the land. Well, they say they're gone. And yeah, that's where skeptics are like, out. Yeah, it's all no, gone. that's garbage. He's yeah. not real. And then Mel Hole believers are like, well, the government erased that shit. Because that's what the government does. Duh. Yeah. And clearly. your teeth. Yeah. I still don't get the teeth. No, me neither. The teeth uh, weren't bothering anybody. Well, maybe they were Maybe they were giving them mig- migraines. Dude, I don't clandestine know. De- clandestine arm you know what I, dental. I'll tell you this, though. In all oh, honesty, man. the troubles I've had, I wish the government secretly stole my fucking wisdom teeth years yeah, it's ago. Yeah, same here. Just that would have been out. nice just to just take them to out. wake up in a stupor and not have to deal with the whole healing process and have that shit gone without the agony of it. Totally. Somebody must know something. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Thank you for joining us for the Kryptonaut Podcast again. Uh, be sure to rate and review this show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and all the places that you get your podcast sat those rating and reviews help us out greatly and any closing thoughts gentlemen this is a marathon for us holy crap it's yeah. a big story do we haven't sat this long it's a big story in almost like over a year i think no it's a lot it's a lot and <laughs> we're talking to you soon just if you find a hole let it go <laughs> <laughs> let it go let it go don't get involved all right we'll talk to you